The following is a special sports presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Mount St. Joseph University College Football. He's going to keep it around the right-hand side to midfield. Breaks it into the clear to the 40, 35, 30, 20, 15. Cuts back to the middle, to the 10, to the 5, and it's into the end zone for the score. This game on UltimateSportsTalk.com is being brought to you by Barbarian Apparel in Cincinnati. Contact them at BarbarianCustomers at gmail.com. The Wishbone Tavern on Delhi Avenue. Call Nicole for a party at 513-834-8607. Iron sharpens iron. Call at 513-383-9773. The Mount St. Joseph University. Cover 3 Investor Financing. Call 513-970-5531. The Roar Store on the Mount St. Joseph campus. LIT Wellness Solutions. Call us at 513-659-3017. Dr. Libby Spies. Call for an appointment at 513-246-8900. Official Investigators and Security Services. Call now at 844-263-3424. Mount St. Joseph University Sports is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now, let's go to the field for this Lions game. It is an absolutely magnificent day for football here today at Schuler Field in Cincinnati. I'm Dave Mitchell along with Chris Morris and today we've got game number two of the college football season as the Alfred Saxons take on the Mount St. Joseph Lions. The Lions will be kicking off as Alfred won the coin toss and they are set to receive here this afternoon. Stephen Moretti Ransom is back set to return for Alfred, a long back set to return, is also Alex Buchanan. And Ryan Murray's going to kick this thing off and get it underway. It's a nice, high, deep kick that'll go halfway into the end zone and through the end zone for a touchback. And Alfred will have it to start out the ball game here this afternoon. Across their front line today will be Mike Hannon, a senior left tackle. At left guard, Robert Felder. The center is Dakota Sika. Parker Evans, the right guard. And the right tackle will be Ethan Stewart. The quarterback, Blake Van Wert. Van Wert had a game last week against Hobart in their 35-3 loss. And in that game, he was 9 of 21 for 101 yards. And back behind him is the running back, Kevin Bergalia. We'll get the wideouts for you here after this. They've got trips out to the far side. Ball resting at the 25, first and 10. Hand off Bergalia right up the middle. And he's going to take it across the 30. Out to the 32-yard line, Bergalia, graduate student, 200 pounds, led them in rushing. Zach Leinenbach, number 81, is at one wide receiver. Connor Englert at the other wide receiver, along with Keandre Sanders, who's their leading receiver at split end. He is number three. Going out wide to the left-hand side now is Roque Santiago. Santiago goes out wide to left. He's number 15. Brugaliev now fake handoff, and now a handoff goes right up the middle, and that's the Max Freeman who's come into the ball game, and he's going to take it right up the middle again behind their center, Dakota Sika. 
and he takes it across the 35 to the 36, gain of six and a first down. Initial first down of the ball game for either team. Ball resting at the 36. Told you the Lions. Noah Abel is back in the lineup today. He's at the right corner. Anthony Pierce is out at the left corner. Troy Speakman's back into the lineup, but he is not on the field right now. Aaron Pierce and Devin Donaworth are at the safety positions for the Lions. 4-3 defense for the Lions. Van Wert, fake handoff, left-hander, throws it, hand of the line of scrimmage, intercepted by Julius Fisher at the 40, and he'll take it back to the 37-yard line. Dave, we talked about turnovers, and there's one right there on the opening drive. Looks like it got batted down at the line, and Fisher was able to pop that up in the air, and here come the Lions in great field position on their first possession. Well, that is the third interception of the season for the Lions this year. Starks had the first two, and now Fisher has got the other one. Ball resting now at the 37-yard line in Alfred territory. Josh Taylor, the quarterback, fake handoff. He's going to keep it himself right up the middle. He's going to be hit behind the line, gang-tackled and thrown to the field. But a nice tackle on the inside by Mike Hamilton and also Tim Dahl. Really good job by uh, Alfred's defense just to contain Taylor right there and uh, got him down for a loss. Loss of about a half a yard on the play. And that will bring up second down, call it 11. Cam York out wide to the left-hand side. Joey Newton slot left. Empty backfield now. Taylor out of the with a wide out. Throws it over the middle, and it is complete to Austin Brock, his first catch of the day. Inside the 35, just inside the 35 for a gain of about three. Brings up now third down and call it eight yards to go. Taylor finds his favorite target, Brock, there on the first completion of the day. Just a quick out for a couple yards. Ruckerson out of the ball game. Mariano McKenzie back in. York out to the left-hand side. Ball on the far hash mark. Wide outs on both sides for the Lions. McKenzie to the left of Taylor. He'll drop back on third and eight. Taylor rolls out to the left. Throws the pass complete to Cam York. York inside the 30. He's close to a first down. He's got the first down at the 26-yard line. Seven yards on that completion and a first down for the Lions. Alfred's defense has really given the mount a lot of yardage here. Playing five, ten yards back. So Taylor was able to roll out to the left side and find York on the sideline for the first down. Taylor and Brock out to the right side. Lions in a tight formation now with the ball on the near hash mark. York and Newton out to the near side. Mariano McKenzie moves to the right side of Taylor. Now he moves out of the backfield in motion. Throw over the middle. Complete on the play to Joey Newton inside the 25 to the 24-yard line. That's only going to pick up about three, but it's second and seven. Watch for the Lions to go back to that formation, Dave. They had McKenzie wide open out in the flats. Taylor decided to go to Newton right there for the easy completion. And a second down, seven yards to go. Ball resting at the 23-yard line of Alfred. Lions after the interception trying to get something on the board with 11 and a half left to go. Taylor's going to keep it himself. Stutters to the left, now back to the right. Inside the 20, and he'll be brought down at the 19-yard line. That's a gain of four. And it's now third down and a manageable three. 
nice play call there. If you're looking on your screens, the middle of the field is wide open. They're putting that linebacker right in the middle of the field. The safeties are playing 20 yards off. The DBs are playing about 5 to 7 yards off. So the middle of the field is wide open. They're just daring the Lions to run the football right now. Alfred runs a 4-3 defense. Lions with McKenzie off to the right. Receivers out wide to the right side. And Taylor's going to keep it around the right side to the 15, to the 10, to the 5, and he scutters out of bounds near the 5-yard line. That's going to be a gain of 14 on the play and another first down for the Lions as they've got a first and goal at about, well, they're going to mark him, say they stepped out at about the 8, but it's still first to goal for Mount St. Joseph in the red zone. McKenzie did a great job of sealing the edge right there for Taylor, and he was able to get it out to the perimeter and was able to pick up the first down, and the Lions are inside the 10-yard line. Lions looking to take their first lead of the season. They never had the lead last week. They were tied, but never took the lead. Taylor, handoff inside to Mariano McKenzie, breaks a tackle. He's going to cut it up at about the 6-yard line. And they'll bring him down probably about the seven for a gain of about a yard, and it's second and goal. Fortunate right there for the Lions to get that ball into McKenzie. Man, Alpha brought some pressure right there, but Taylor was able to put it in the belly of McKenzie, and he just able to pick up at least a yard right there. Trips to the left for the Lions. Single receiver out wide right, Jake Ayler. York, Newton, and Brock at the wing on the left-hand side for the Lions. Ball in the far hash mark. Mariano McKenzie to the left of Taylor, the quarterback. Out of the shotgun. Taylor's going to keep it up the middle. Flag down. Taylor's going to take it into the end zone for the score. But there is a flag down thrown by the side judge. And let's see what that is first of all. It's going to be offside against Alfred. And the Lions will take the lead at 6 nothing. Great job by offensive coordinator Caleb Carell. We were talking about it up here. He saw the same thing we saw, Dave. Middle of the field, wide open right there, just daring the Lions to run. And he he went right with that run game most of that drive. And Taylor's able to get in the end zone for the touchdown for the Lions. Taylor had a two-point conversion last week, but that's his first rushing touchdown of the year. And the Lions have taken the lead 6-0. 9.46 to go. Ryan Murray comes in to attempt the extra point. We told you five for the long snapper. Rutgerson is the holder, and that kick by Murray is up and good. 9.46 to go in the first quarter from Schuler Field in Cincinnati. It's the Lions 7 and the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Are you ready to focus on your health and well-being? Are you ready to create a culture where the values of health and wholeness are promoted and practiced? I'm Tanya Fosnock-Jolliffe, proud MSJ alum and the founder of LIT Wellness Solutions, My years of experience as a registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist have taught me that lasting health transformation requires focusing on all dimensions of well-being and not just physical health. Check us out at LITWellnessSolutions.com to learn more about how you can begin creating a culture of wellness for yourself, your family, and your business. Well, Chris, not a bad way to get this thing started today. Nice job by the Mount defense to create that turnover on the interception and and great field position for the offense and we did a really good job as far as just using that ground game and being able to get the first lead of the game. Santiago back set to return along with Moretti Ransom and it's kicked into the end zone for another touchback. Boy, Murray's got his leg going today and Alfred will have it first and 10 after the touchback at their own 25 yard line. You said a good job to see Ryan Murray just really confident today. His leg Two touchbacks on the kickoff, was able to get the PAT, so good to see that for number 20 in blue. Blake Van Wert threw an interception, his first series. Now he's back into the ball game, and he's got Bregalia right behind him. 
Tight end to the right-hand side, Jonathan Stanzuski. Stanzuski, the tight end, and the handoff goes up the middle to Freeman. Freeman is going to take it across the 26-yard line. That is Nick Cepeda. I believe that's Nick Cepeda. We apologize. It is Alexandro Aponte. We did not get a two-deep roster that we normally get from opposing schools. Alfred never offered one to us, and when we asked it, basically ignored us. <laughs> so we're going by line of sight here off the roster and what we think the two-deep is today. So it's second down, nine yards to go. Then work and some movement on the line by Alfred. And it will be a legal procedure called against the Saxons. And now the back judge wants to change things with the clock. It'll be first down 15 as they mark it back to the 20-yard line after the five-yard penalty. So second down and about 14 yards to go after they get it all set up. A Ponte in the backfield to the left of Van Wark. Van Wark looks over to the sideline to get the play now after the hurry-up. Trips out to the far side with Staniszewski at the wing at the tight end position. Van Wert takes the snap, drops back, looks over the middle, no rush. Now he's going to cut it up the middle, now gets hit behind the line, and be brought down at the 20-yard line by Anthony Pierce. The cornerback came in and got it. Couldn't ask for a better start for this defense. They're all over the place right now with obviously the interception. There's the first sack of the day, just being really aggressive against this Alfred's offense. So it's third down, 14 yards to go. They got him right back to the line of scrimmage. Out wide to the left-hand side is Roque Santiago. That might be T.J. Leverett. Leverett, Santiago's a quarterback. He's number 15. Leverett is number 16. But he is wearing 15. Van Wert drops back, looks over the middle. Left-hander tries to gear it up. Now he's going to run it off the middle. He's got a lot of room. He's going to cut it across the 30, be brought down right there, shy of the first down by Noah Abel. Great job by Noah Abel. That was another defensive line was able to create pressure. Van Wert was able to scramble for a couple yards, but Noah Abel did a great job of shedding the block and making that tackle to bring up fourth down. Nine yards on the carry, but it still has... A fourth down, five yards to go consequence. And in now to punt the ball away is Zach Johnson. He had 31 yards a kick last week with a long of 34. Troy Speakman back set to return all by himself back at about his 30-yard line. Ball on the 30. Johnson letting the play clock run down. Now the snap, good snap to Johnson. He gets a low line drive kick that Speakman's going to take. Hit one of the linemen up front. Ball loose on the field. I think that hit Noah Abel. And I believe Alfred is going to come up with it. They will. Alfred is going to come up with this. I'm not sure if that hit Noah Abel or if that hit one of the Alfred Saxons coming up the field. They were in... A blocking situation, but nonetheless, the officials are going to give it to Alfred at the Lions' 41-yard line. And when we go back and look at it on the tape, can we tell? Yeah, it looks like it just hit, either hit Abel or Speakman's hand or helmet and literally just popped up, and Alfred was able to fall on it. Just an unfortunate play right there for the mount punt return. 
So Alfred has it back. Turnovers are even at one apiece. Staniszewski lines up tight end, actually at a wing behind the right tackle, Ethan Stewart. Now moving in motion to the near side of Santiago. And keeping it is Van Wert. And Van Wert is going to keep it right up the middle. Take it inside the 40 down to the 36-yard line for five yards on that carry. Check that. We're going with a... Now Bob Rankle is going with a wildcat formation where Freeman, the actual quarterback, is Nick Cepeda. Cepeda, and he's got Freeman off to the right-hand side. So they're running Wildcat, trying to confuse the Lions here, and they'll move a man in motion. Snap, fumbled. Cepeda's going to pick it up, and he's going to get hit back all the way to the 48-yard line. That's going to be a loss of about 11 on the bobbled snap from center. And it brings up third down, and call it 16 yards to go. Boy, all the way back to the 46-yard line. Snap hit him in the hands. It looks like he just took his eyes off the ball and it was able to fall back good. Again, defensive line was able to make a heads-up play and tackled him behind the line of scrimmage. Keandre Sanders, their leading receiver, out wide to the right-hand side. Stephen Moretti Ransom is at the wing on the left-hand side. Looking things over, Van Wert back in a quarterback. And now the back judge throws the flag in the air, and it will be a delay of game. Well, these are mistakes that you would have thought we would have had last week. And this week, Alfred running into a lot of them. Yeah, Alfred right now, just a brutal start on offense, obviously with the interception, the miscue on the snap. Now they're in a third and long, couple penalties. Uh, credit the Mount defense for Leinenbach is out wide to the left-hand side now on third down and about 20. Back inside their own territory at the 49-yard line. They need to get to the 31 of Mount St. Joseph for a first down. Lions playing a cover two, dropping back Van Wert. Looks over the middle, throws it out to the right side, under through his intended receiver, Stephen Moretti, ransom poorly. And that will bring up fourth down, and Alfred will be forced to punt. Credit the Mount defense. They're being aggressive today. They're bringing pressure and a really good job, especially after making that muff, uh, punt return to, to really get them on a three and out. Obviously, penalties help Alfred on that drive, and the Lions will get the football back. Austin Price is the personal protector for... Looks like Troy Speakman back set to return. Johnson in to punt the ball away again last time. Alfred got the ball back after a fumble. So fourth down, 20 yards to go. Johnson kicks it away from about his own 40. Low line drive kick that Speakman is going to let bounce, and it will bounce and be down at the 23-yard line. That's going to be a 34-yard punt, and the Lions will take it over first and 10 at their own 23. They lead it 7 to nothing. five minutes exactly left to go in this first quarter of action. Joe Sparhawk, the new Associate Athletic Director at Mount St. Joseph University, will be our halftime guest here on Ultimate Sports Talk. Josh Taylor, the quarterback in. Lions, first and ten, moving from right to left across your computer screen here today. Taylor drops back the pass, throws it out complete, and then dropped by Cam York for an incompletion. At about the 28-yard line. Powell in a tight end, and York's going to leave the ball game after that drop. 
Mariano McKenzie in at running back for the Lions. And they'll go with the same formation as their offensive coordinator, Caleb Perot, calls the signs from the sideline. Newton and Brock out to the far side. Jake Ayler to the near side. Powell, the tight end, lined up on the right side. Handoff goes to Mariano McKenzie right up the middle. He'll take it outside the 25 to the 26 for a gain of just a couple. Well, you'd like to see McKenzie really get the ball outside the line of scrimmage a couple of times. Yeah, he's got the speed, breakaway speed, just uh, sitting in a third and long. Obviously, the drop pass on first down. Alfred's defensive line held us to two yards on the run play right there, and it brings up a long third and eight for the Lions. Receivers out wide on both sides. It is Newton and Brock out to the far side. Fake handoff. Taylor rolls to the right. Now back to the left. He's going to be hit and dropped at the 15-yard line. Boy, heavy, heavy rush put on by the Saxons' defense. And Joe Kopp, the sophomore inside linebacker, came in and hit him first. Yeah, they brought a linebacker blitz on the inside and was able to flush Taylor out. And Alfred did a really good job as, as far as that leading to their first sack of the day. And the Lions go three and out. So 3.57 remaining and running here in the first quarter of play. And dropping back is the punter, Ryan Murray. He's going to be kicking it with his heels on the goal line. Back set to return is Stephen Moretti for Alfred. Back at about his 45. Good punt by Murray. High spiral. He's going to backpedal. Moretti's going to take it in at his 35-yard line. Cuts it to the sideline to the 40. He'll be hit and run out of bounds at about the 43-yard line. Flags flying on the far side. That's going to be a net punt of 42 yards for Ryan Murray. Nice job by Murray to get that one off but as you said Chris there are flags down and we'll wait for the officials designation as they look things over and talk about it it's going to be a dead ball personal foul called against the Lions over on the far side and that's going to be added to the end of the run just an identical situation for the Lions just as week one great punt there by Murray good coverage but then a flag after the play cost him and now Alfred's in Mount Territory to start this drive 328 left to go in the first quarter and again we go with the Wildcat situation in at the quarterback is Nick Cepeda Check that, Alexandro Aponte, excuse me. He's a 195-pound senior. Aponte's going to hand it off to Freeman off left tackle. He'll take it down to the 40 and be dropped at the 39. Four yards on that carry on first and 10. 3.15 and running. This has been a quick, quick first quarter. Second down, six yards to go for an Alfred first down. Again, back into the Wildcat is Aponte in the quarterback position. Puts a man in motion. Fake handoff. Aponte's going to keep it up the middle. He'll be hit at the 38. Drop right there. Only a yard gain. Troy Speakman, the safety, came down on a safety blitz on that and created that. Caused a number 23 to cut that back up, and the defensive line was right there to make a play. Third and five for Alpha. Declan Brophy came in and picked up the tackle. Boy, the Lions are doing a lot of substituting in the secondary here today. Pierce is in at safety along with Speakman. And the Lions 
also have Kendrick Riley in the left corner on this play. Third down, six yards to go. Van Wert back in a quarterback, fake handoff. Check out, that's Aponte again, and Aponte is going to get tied up and be dropped back at the 39-yard line, this time on the play by Jack Tucker. Really good job by the defensive line of staying at home. Obviously running the Wildcat here, you got to stay at home, stay to your position. Really good job again by the Lions defense. So it's fourth down, now call it seven yards to go. And that brings in Johnson to punt the ball away for a third time. And Troy Speakman will drop back at about his own 10 with a minute 45 and running left to go in this first quarter. Boy, the Lions defense has really done a nice job against that Wildcat of keeping them in tow right now. Lions showing some blitzing up on the line of scrimmage. They get a good rush, and Johnson is going to pooch punt it, try to get it inside the 20. It'll hit inside the 20, take a bounce, and bounce right into the hands back at about the 6-yard line of Matthew Zoller. And they'll spot him right at the 8-yard line. So a minute 22 to go in this first half. It's 7 nothing the mount, and the Lions have their worst field position of the afternoon you got to credit the uh, the defense here for the Lions. They're doing a really good job. They're being aggressive early and uh, just making plays, keeping Alfred off the scoreboard, start late in the zone, look to see McKenzie maybe get a few touches on this drive. That was about a 27-yard punt by Johnson. 122 remaining to go in the first quarter. Taylor in the backfield. He's going to hand it off to Mariano McKenzie off the right side. He takes it across the 10 to the 15. Cuts it to the middle. He'll be down at the 20-yard line. 11 yards on the carry. And that's the first down. And that's what I was talking about, Chris. Get him outside the middle. Yeah, you talked about it. Just feed him the ball. He's a kind of back that after a couple carries, he kind of gets going. Clock right at the one-minute mark here in the first quarter. Lions with a 7 to nothing lead. And Taylor with McKenzie back there. Now they're going to run him off the left-hand side, and McKenzie takes it out to about the 23-yard line, a gain of a couple. Well, they'll mark it at the 23, so that is a gain of about three on the play for Mariano. And the clock continues to run. Lions appear to be content to keep the ball on the ground, at least here in this first quarter. They send trips out to the far side, though, on second down. Call it seven yards to go. Taylor's going to keep it himself. Cuts to the right. Now back to the near side, the left-hand side. He'll be hit at the 23 and dropped right about at the 24-yard line. That's a gain of a yard, and that should do it. Well, now the side judge is going to come in. Below the play dead, Josh Taylor got his helmet taken off, and they're going to take him out of the ball game. They have to take him out because the NCAA rule is if you lose your helmet, you have to come out for one play. So 13 seconds. Now the question is, does he have to? Can he come back in in the second quarter because the clock is running, and they're going to go ahead and let the clock just run out? I believe as Prather's into the ball game, and he's going to run out. The backup quarterback throws it out the right side, complete to Jake Ayler for the first down. That's a nine-yard completion from the backup quarterback of the Lions, Tyler Prather from Cincinnati Colerain High School. And well, I'll tell you what, Chris, he lined that ball. You're talking about trusting the player. He comes in for one play. They roll Prather out to the right side and throws a dart for a first down to end the first quarter. That is the end of the first quarter from Cincinnati. Your score at the end of one, it's the Lions 7 and the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 
For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. Whether entering the nursing field, changing careers, or expanding your professional skills, innovative simulation labs and a variety of clinical sites prepare you to deliver exceptional patient care. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs taught by highly credentialed faculty, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. If you're looking for a pediatrician that will take time to listen with genuine concern and compassion, make an appointment with Mount St. Joseph alum, Dr. Libby Spies. Call 513-246-8900. Dr. Spies has been a part of the Cincinnati area all of her life and has experienced a lifelong affinity for working with children and helps them feel comfortable. She gets to know the patient, not just their medical charts, but their interests, hobbies, likes, and dislikes. So become a part of the Spies medical family. Call today for an appointment. Dr. Libby Spees, 513-246-8900. Well, the Lions will switch into the field, and Josh Taylor is back in at quarterback for Mount St. Joseph after that nice throw by Prather to get the first down, first and 10 from the 31-yard line, and Mariano McKenzie takes it off left tackle behind Sam Martin, and he'll pop it out across the 35, out to the 36. That's a gain of five. Positive yards there for McKenzie. Again, if you're watching this, the middle of the field is just wide open. Alfred continues to dare the Lions to run the football, so I really like the job of Caleb Carrill here early on the play calling. Second down, five yards to go. Cam York, single receiver out wide to the near side, two receivers out wide to the left for the Lions. Now out of the pistol formation with Powell, the tight end, lined up on the left-hand side. Taylor, hand off to McKenzie, ran right into Powell, and... Picks up maybe no yards on the carry. Boy, he ran right into the back of Powell, who was coming around on a counter to set a block. Alfred dialed up a little pressure right there. Number 27, Christopher Cox came in. And like you mentioned, McKenzie just running into the tight end there as the kickout block. Hayden Bell on of today's ball game with an injury, so... Powell getting a majority of the snaps at the tight end spot, but now he's onto the ball game. Two receivers out wide on both sides. Ball in the center of the field. McKenzie to the right of Josh Taylor on third down and five from the 36. Dropping back Taylor in the pocket. Now he's going to roll it out to the left. He's got plenty of room. He's going to pick up the first down to the 41. He'll be run out of bounds at the 43, but there's a flag all the way back in the pocket. And that's thrown in the vicinity of a hold. It's a nine-yard pickup, but the Lions are going to get hit with a hold, and I believe they're going to call that looks against Sam Martin. So it'll be a hold, and it will negate the first down. But if it's back where the hold is situated back all the way to the 27-yard line, well, that's an interesting call, Chris, because... They basically just marked off five yards for a penalty. And they threw the flag back at the 27, and they spotted the ball at the 25. That that one's confusing as to where that one came from. Nonetheless, and Sam Martin was all the way back to the 25, by the way. So dropping back Taylor on third and 15. Looks over the middle, steps up into the pocket. He's going to cut it up the middle again, but he'll be hit at the 30. And brought down at the 31-yard line. That's a gain of five, but not enough for the first down. Fourth and nine, and it's punting time for Ryan Murray and the Lions. 
Albert only rushing three right there. Obviously a third and 15. So just playing a kind of a prevent defense, keep everything in front right there. They did a really good job on coverage and was able to get uh, Taylor for the one or two yards right there. And they'll get the ball back. Pretty good field position coming for Alfred. Ryan Murray will punt the ball away from about his own 20-yard line. And back set to return is Moretti Ransom. It's a short kick that will hit inside the 40 and be downed at the 36-yard line, just a 33-yard punt. 12.41 to go in the first half of action. Your score, the Lions 7, the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options, free online shipping to textbook delivery hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. While you're away, Freeman took the handoff from Van Wert and took it across the 40 out to the 42-yard line for a gain of about six. And it brings up second down and four yards to go for the Saxons. Nice run there by Freeman off the right side. Van Burke, the quarterback, the sophomore, 200 pounds. Number five, he's a left-hander. He's thrown one interception today. He'll move Freeman over to the right-hand side. Regalia is normally their running back, but Freeman getting a majority of the carries, including now, and he takes it off the left side across the 45. And we will be popping it out to the 47-yard line, and he's got the first down after a gain of six. Out to the 47-yard line. Alfred in their white road uniforms today with purple numerals, gold trim. Lions in their all dark blue uniforms with gold trim also. And white lettering and the white helmets today. Saxon's got the dark helmets on. First and ten. Still in their own territory. The Saxons have it at their own 47 with 11.20 to go in the first half. And Van Bork throws it out to the right-hand side, and it is incomplete. Tried to get it over to Moretti Ransom, but couldn't get it into his hands. And Van Ward throws the incompletion. Checking in on a few college update scores. Oregon, Ohio State, 0-0 with four to go in the first quarter. And I apologize, that's Zook Smith into the ballgame now. Zook Smith is the quarterback. He is the fifth-year senior. Eleven fifteen to go in this first quarter. He's from Kane, Pennsylvania. Second down, ten, dropping back. Smith, and Smith throws it out to the right side and just totally misread what his running back Freeman was going to do and threw it way ahead of him and incomplete. Great pressure by Anthony Wright, number 15, came on a blitz at the linebacker position. And Dave, you just feel Alfred has not got comfortable offensively yet in this ballgame. No, they have not. And they've run several quarterbacks in and out. They've ran the Wildcat. They're not completing anything, just getting out to the flats. They're trying to get quick, easy passes for both quarterbacks. Just uncomfortable right now for the Alfred offense. Roke Santiago is out wide to the left. He's number 15. Third down, 10 yards to go from the 47. Dropping back is Smith. He's going to cut it up the middle, try to run for the first down. He's going to outrun 
a couple of tacklers, breaks a couple of tackles, throws the football forward. Let's see where they spot him out of bounds. He's close to the first down. And they're going to give it to him on the far side. Yeah. Great run right there by Smith. Well, that's a gain of about 11, and he takes it inside Mount Territory, run out of bounds at the 43-yard line, and it's first down for Alfred. First and 10, ball at the 43-yard line. Freeman to the left of Smith. Smith barked out the signals, and now he'll back off the line and look over to the sideline. So Smith, the backup quarterback, hands it off to Freeman around the right side. He'll be hit and dropped by John Finn right at the 40-yard line. Boy, he held on to his ankles like he was holding on to something for dear life. Also went on that tackle. Well, that was Finn all by himself. John, the 6'1", 210 pound all-conference linebacker along with Fisher and Anthony Wright. Second down, six yards to go from the 39. Freeman takes the handoff off right side and he'll take it inside the 35 and he's got a first down down to the mount 30-yard line. That's a gain of 10. Alfred keeping the ball on the ground this possession, just challenging that mount defense to come and stop that run. If you're watching on your computer screen, well, look at this defense for the mount. Everybody's within eight to nine yards of the line of scrimmage. So it's first and ten from the mount 30-yard line for Alfred. They are down seven to nothing on the scoreboard. And again, hand off to Freeman off the right side. Gets hit from behind and then struggles forward to about the 28-yard line. That's a two-yard gain. And it's second down, eight yards to go. Freeman continuing to get in most of the carries. I'm not sure if Regali's banged up or if they're just going to try to go with Freeman here. Just several carries here for Freeman over the last few possessions. Yeah, Bregali, we've only seen him in on one play, and I really don't even see him across the way on the sideline. We'll have an Ohio State score coming up here in just a second. Second down. Well, it's a long eight, short nine is the way they've got the sticks measured over on the far side. Smith, fake handoff. He's going to throw the ball over the middle. Incomplete to his intended receiver. The tight end coming out of the backfield, Quinn Winkler. Great play call right there by Alfred. They had on the play action. Everybody bit for the Lions, and he had him wide open, just overthrew him. If he puts it in stride to him, that's a touchdown. Just caught a break right there, like I said, on the play action. Everybody bit up on it, and he just overthrew him by about a step or two. So it's third down, nine yards to go. Oregon, Ohio State, still 0-0 late in the first quarter. Boy, you'd expect some offensive fireworks out of that thing. We're right now scoreless from the shoe. Third down, nine yards to go. Now moving out of the backfield in motion is Freeman. Dropping back is Smith. Smith is going to get hit from behind and drop all the way back to the 40-yard line for a loss of 12. 22, Jonathan Finn came on the outside blitz. Nobody touched him. Great play call for the Mount defense. Rick Thompson, defensive coordinator, dialing up the blitz. 8.41 remaining. And Alfred will punt the football away and try to pin the Lions back inside their own 20. Thompson, who did that the last time, will try to do it again with his fourth punt of the afternoon. 
great job by Finn. Just a little bit of a delay. He was out man-to-man coverage on a delayed blitz coming on the backside and was able to get a big third down sack for the Lions. So Thompson will punt it away from about midfield. Troy Speakman back at his 10 to receive this punt. Good snap. And it's a low line drive kick that will hit at the 5 and bounce out of bounds just inside the pylon at the 1-yard line. Wow, that's a 39-yard punt with no return, and he just dug the Lions a hole back at their own 1-yard line. Couldn't draw it up any better than that, Dave. Great punt. Kicks it right down to about the 1 or 2, so this is going to be back-to-back possessions where the Lions are starting inside their own 5. What a great punt by Johnson. Can't ask for anything better. 8.09 to go in this first half. Jack Sparhawk, the new Associate Athletic Director of the Mount, is our guest at halftime, so... Stick around for that. First and ten for the Lions. Backed up at their own one-yard line. Mariano McKenzie into the ball game. Two receivers out wide to the right-hand side for the Lions. Ball in the far hash mark out of the shotgun. Taylor's going to keep it himself right up the middle. He hit at the five. Struggle forward to the ten. He's got a first down. Ten yards on the carry for Josh Taylor, and that moves the sticks and a big run by the Lions. Great effort by Taylor there. Coming out of, running out of his own end zone, was able to get ten to pick up the first down and give the Lions a little bit of cushion now to work with. Ayler and Brock out to the near side, receivers for the Lions. Joey Newton out to the far side. Out of the pistol formation, McKenzie right behind Josh Taylor, the quarterback. And the handoff to McKenzie cuts it up the middle right behind the right guard, and he takes it across the 15 out to the 16-yard line for the Lions. And he took it right behind Michael Corrado. Good job by the Lions. Offensive line just continued to get in a push-up front. McKenzie running aggressive. Him and Taylor are getting a lot of carries here early on in the first half. 7-12 and running. This drive started at their own one-yard line, and they've got it out to the 16. Second down, five yards to go. Again, tight formation stacked on each side. Taylor's going to keep it himself behind the left tackle. Sam Martin struggles forward to the 20, where he's got about three yards on the carry. And they'll call him down right there. And that brings up a second down. Well, they've got him really close. They're going to give him the first down. Right at the 21-yard line. He looked like he was close to it, but... Yeah, great push. The offensive yeah. line was able to get behind him and just push him for an extra yard or two to get the first down. So it's first and ten. Lions out to their own 21-yard line. Taylor throws it out to the right. Complete to Brock. Brock to the 30-yard line. He's got another first down at the 33 after a gain of 12. Boy, that was a quick shot by Taylor to Brock, and Brock just carried it forward for another five. Taylor snuck it into a tight window to his favorite receiver, Austin Brock, was able to get it upfield for another first down in this offense. It's kind of getting what they won after they started at the one. So really good job by this offense, pretty balanced here. A couple runs, a couple quick passes, getting into their playmakers. In the spring, it was Joey Newton that Taylor was so comfortable with, but here in the first couple of games, it appears to be Brock. McKenzie off to the left-hand side with Taylor. They'll bring motion, the motion man to the near side, and Joey Newton dropping back as Taylor. They're flooding the far side, near side, throw to Brock, and it is incomplete. Boy, he had it at the 49 and immediately was dropped by Dan Browning, the junior free safety. Good job by the safety, Browning. He, he really came up. Brock was wide open on the sidelines, but that hit 
cost him incomplete pass, but 37 and White put a big-time hit on Brock. 7 nothing, 5.47 to go in this first half. Just immediately on the replay, 37, as soon as Brock had it in his hands, tackled him right in the gut, and Brock was unable to, to bring almost, that one in. Almost simultaneous. handoff to McKenzie. Cut to the right, up the middle. He's going to break it free for a first down across the 45 to the 46-yard line. 13 yards and another mount first down. Heavy, heavy dose of McKenzie in the first half. He's already got more yards in the first half than he did the entire game last week, Dave. Boy, remember, this drive started at their own one-yard line. Five and a half remaining in this first half. First and ten at the 46-yard line. Mount still in their own territory. Into the ball game now is Ari Turner in the backfield. Out of the pistol. Fake handoff to Turner. Rolling to his left is Taylor. Throws over the middle. Complete on the play at the 38-yard line. Nice catch again by Austin Brock. Really good job by Taylor to stay patient. He was able to roll out to the left side, let that play develop. Found Brock across the middle, wide open for another Lions first down. And they'll be downing him after a 13-yard catch at the 39-yard line. First and 10. And into the ball game now for the Lions for the first time, Zakeem Hunley. Boy, the coaches are really high on this kid out of Cincinnati. 6'1", 168 pounds, number 12. And he's out wide to the right-hand side. Dropping back Taylor, looking to the left, now looking to the right. Now backpedals into the pocket, now cuts it upfield. He's got a lot of green to the 35-30, cuts it to the far side, 25-20, to the 15-10, picks up a block, he's in for the score, but there's a flag down back at the 20-yard line. Boy, what a scamper by Taylor, but I think they're going to call it back. And maybe call an illegal block in the back on the Lions back at the 20-yard line. You're going to hear this crowd erupt if it's not. It is a block in the back against the Lions. Yeah, just an unfortunate play. Looks like they're going to get number 24 on the block in the back around the 15 or 10-yard line. Wanted to point out number 21 running back. Ari Turner picked up a huge block that sprung Taylor, but uh, the later block on 24 was a block in the back, and it will be called back on the touchdown score. That's on the tight end, Gary Powell, the freshman out of Western Brown High School. Hunley out wide to the right-hand side again for the Lions. They've got two receivers, Ayler and Newton, out to the far right. McKenzie's back into the ballgame at running back. Check it. No, that's still Turner. I'm sorry. Taylor's going to throw it into the end zone. He's going to go for Hunley. Hunley goes back. Cut the ball. Touchdown, Lions. What a catch by Hunley. He went right over the defensive back, Browning, and caught the football. And now there's another flag down. Back near the 20-yard line, and another flag at the 10. I believe this is going to be on the celebration, Dave, but you just talked about Hunley checking into the ball game as a playmaker, and the coaches like him. Guess what? Taylor puts a ball up in the air. Hunley, go catch it for me, and he goes and makes a play right over top of the defender for his first career touchdown. Good job, 12 and blue. Hunley making an impact early in this ball game. Chris, on a play like that, you've got to let the kids celebrate. That is an NFL-caliber play. And Tyler Hopperton's going to come out and talk to the official. But on a play like that, you've got to give a little leeway. Let's see what the call is. Unsportsmanlike conduct. They didn't signal which side. 
They just called unsportsmanlike conduct, but never signaled whether it was against Alfred or the mount. I'm assuming it's against the mount, Chris. Yeah, the crowd didn't like the call. It probably will be assessed on the kickoff, but I agree, man. The guy goes up and makes a, as the kids call it nowadays, he got Moss type of play, yeah. and Hundley makes a heck of a play and is just unable to celebrate after the score. That's twice now in two weeks that we've seen celebration flags. Murray will kick it, hit the upright, and bounce no good. So 419 to go in this first half. Your score, the Lions 13, the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Doha Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers in town, but now they offer brunch on Saturday and Sunday starting at 10 a.m. And for your next event, use the Wishbone Tavern's party room, capable of holding up to 60 people. Contact Nicole for a reservation. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and a relaxed family-type atmosphere, your good time will begin when you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza, a proud member of the community, open Monday through Friday at 11, Saturday and Sunday at 10. Every day is a great day at the Wishbone Tavern in the Delhi Plaza. The Wishbone Tavern still serves the best wings and burgers, and life should be enjoyed. So get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, the unsportsmanlike conduct was issued against the Lions, and that will knock them back 15 yards. So Ryan Murray will be kicking it away from his own 20, and it will be taken in at about the 38 from Alfred. Alfred will run it across the 50 to the 47-yard line in Mount Territory, and it was returned by one of the upbacks, Jacob Kelsey. Just a really unfortunate situation right there, Dave. Hunley scores, makes a great play, gets flagged on the celebration. Now you take a 13 nothing lead, but the momentum goes away off the flag because now Alfred starts in line territory at the 45. So it's first down 10 from the 46-yard line in Mount Territory, 414. Left to go in this first quarter. Zook Smith, the quarterback, freshman, into the ball game. And fake handoff to Freeman. He'll roll out to the left. The left-hander throws it up the side, and it is no good incomplete. Bounced it in front of his tight end, Jacob Kelsey. Alfred's offense, zero passing yards deep in this first half. Just unfortunate. They're just not able to. Looks like both quarterbacks are just kind of missing open receivers. He added a receiver right there. He just threw it to the left of him. But I'm just looking at a couple stats here. Rushing yards for the Mount, 97 already for the first half. They had 142 last week. Smith in their ball game against Hobart was 4 of 10 in the second half for just 51 yards. 4.06, clock stops on the incompletion. And the handoff goes to Freeman. Freeman will take it right up the middle behind his center, Sika. And he takes it down to the 40-yard line. Six yards on the carry. Got a lot of halftime activities coming up here for you. In about three minutes and 50 seconds, our interview with Jack Sparhawk, the new associate athletic director, scores from around the Heartland and around the top 25 in games that are going on right now. Third down, four yards to go for Alfred. 
Stanizuski lines up tight end right. They've got Santiago out wide to the right-hand side. Two receivers to the near side. Hand off to Freeman. He's got the first down inside the 35 to the 34. That's a six-yard carry again by Freeman. Freeman's had a good game here today. And it brings up first down for Alfred. That was the fifth first down of the ball game issued by Alfred. And they've got it first and ten at the Lions 34. Freeman to the left of Smith. Stanizuski the tight end on the left-hand side. Hand off to Freeman right up the middle again. They found something there. Take it across the 30 and down to the 27-yard line. A gain of seven on the carry. If Freeman's going to continue to pick up positive yards, they're going to keep playing him and keep keep the ball on the ground here. We've seen their field goal kicker was making it from 45 and 50 in warm-ups, so they're in field goal range right now. And who could blame them? Hand off to Freeman again off the right side, cuts him back to the left. He says, I am the right, and brought down at the 26-yard line, 27-yard line, loss of about a yard. Boy, nice hit by Wright coming from his star linebacker position. 2.13 and running left to go in this first half. 13-0 Lions on top of it. Receivers out wide on both sides. Stanizuski the tight end on the right. Hand off to Freeman on third and two. Hits the line, got tripped up. He's going to be close to a first down, and I think he's got it at the 23-yard line. They will give it to him. In this day and age of not measuring any longer, they just give you the first down. Got tripped up again by 15, Anthony Wright. He's, he's all over the field again. Another week where Wright's leading the team in tackles. First and ten for Alfred. They've got six first downs, and they've had three of them on this drive. Smith has Freeman, the fifth-year senior, off to the left-hand side, 190 pounds. And the handoff goes to Freeman. He'll be hit behind the line and dropped right there. Nice pace played inside by the defensive end, Brady Buller, the 6'1", 200-pound sophomore defensive end out of Elder High School. And a timeout will be taken by Alfred. So we'll take one also. A minute 19 to go in the ball in the first half. Your score, the Lions 13, the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Sometimes circumstances require the services of a private investigator. And when that happens, contact Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati. They specialize in surveillance, insurance fraud investigations, workers' comp, witness location and protection, accident reconstruction, and stolen auto and construction equipment. Official Investigations and Security Services also provides mobile notary services throughout the tri-state area. So for your needs, call the best, courtesy, Professionalism, experience, and results. Official investigations and security services at 844-263-3424. Keandre Sanders is going to move out to the far side. Check at the near side on second down, 12 yards to go. And they've got lining back lined up in the slot on the left-hand side. Smith looked for it. Then backed off, looked to the sideline to get the call from Steve Pribble, his offensive coordinator. Now drops back, looks to the right side. He's going to throw it up the right sideline, and it is incomplete. 
Noah Abel out there with coverage. And over the top, Pierce came in to help out on the backside, but incomplete, and it brings up second and 12. Good coverage there by Noah Abel. They were trying to go up top, a little bit of a size advantage, but he was with him step by step. Good coverage, way to look back for the ball, and a really good job by one in blue, Noah Abel. Nick Stevenson, another player that the line coaches are very, very high on. Number 26 into the ball game, Stevenson. Sophomore out of Cincinnati, six feet. If he's six feet, 177 pounds. We saw him in the scrimmage, and he's just a couple inches taller than me. Dropping back is Smith. Smith rolls out to the left. Heavy rush by right. Throws it down the middle. Complete. Looked like to Sanders. He's got it at the 10. Struggles forward to the 9. And that's a first down by Keandre Sanders. First time he's been targeted and caught the ball today. Dave, we do have a flag on the far side of the field. And that's going to be a hold against Alfred. That offensive line. Lions in the game as far as the penalties are concerned. Four penalties for 55 yards. That will be the third penalty for 15 yards today against Alfred. Or check that, 20 yards, I'm sorry. A minute five to go in this first half. Freeman stays into the ball game. Santiago comes out wide to the left-hand side. Also coming out wide to the left is Jacob Kelsey. Kelsey in the slot. Receivers out wide to the far side also for Alfred. Freeman to the left of Zook Smith on third down 23. Dropping back. Smith steps up. Throws it up the right side. Incomplete right through the hands of the intended receiver. Leinenbach. And it brings up fourth down. Now you're in one of those areas, Chris, because their field goal kicker, Dustin McCaslin, showed the leg early in the game, and the wind is to his back. They're going to keep the offense on the field and go for it here on fourth and long, fourth and 22. That penalty really hurt them on the holding, and they're they're going to have to go for this, Dave, in, in between that tween area. It is fourth down and call it about 23 yards to go. Ball resting right at the mount, 35-yard line. They need to get inside the 13 for a first down. Dropping back, Smith in the pocket. Throws up the middle over Onoa Abel, and that is incomplete. Boy, you could have called offensive pass interference on that play, Chris. Now another play again by number one, Noah Abel. Stride for stride. Two defensive plays for him, and that's big. And now the Lions, you look up at the scoreboard, we've got three timeouts in 40 seconds here. You've got potential to get three points here or more for the Lions and go into the lead with even a bigger lead. Or going to the half with a bigger lead. Sorry, Dave. Absolutely. 40.4 seconds to go. And the Lions have it in decent field position. They're back at their own 35-yard line. So let's see what they decide to do with all three of those timeouts left. Ayler and Hunley out wide to the right-hand side. Hunley's got a touchdown catch today. What a catch he had. On first and 10 at the 35. Dropping back, Taylor now is going to run it up the middle to the 40. To the 45, he's got the first down out to the 47-yard line. Lions trying to get up to the line of scrimmage as quick as possible after a 12-yard gain by Taylor. Mariano McKenzie into the ball game now. Lines clock continues to run. 30 seconds to go after the stoppage of the first down. Hand off to McKenzie up the middle. Across midfield, he'll be stopped up at the 49-yard line. That's a four-yard gain. And now the Lions will use a timeout. 
We will also. 24.1 seconds to go in this first half. Your score, the Lions 13 and the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Barbarian Apparel is a cutting-edge sports apparel company. Barbarian Apparel provides high-quality team gear and active wear that is unrivaled at a great price. Barbarian Apparel fits not only individuals, but teams all over the world. And your team will stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Start your order today at BarbarianApparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. Barbarian Apparel, conquered the impossible. 24.1 seconds to go in this first half of action, and the Lions have the lead 13 to nothing. They just used their first time out. Hunley is going to go out wide to the far side. Ayler slot right, slot left, excuse me, out to the right-hand side. Brock and Joey Newton. Mariano McKenzie lines up to the right of Josh Taylor out of the shotgun. Second down. Six yards to go. Taylor running away from the blitz off to the near side. Looks up field. Flag thrown. He's going to throw it, and it will be intercepted at the 31-yard line. And I think that penalty flag is going to be going against the Lions for a hold, and that means Taylor will throw the interception, and Alfred has it back. It will be a hold against the Lions. Alfred will decline it, and Alfred will have it back at their own 31-yard line. Alfred brought pressure on the outside, and not sure where Taylor was going with the ball right there. There wasn't much downfield. He should have just—it's another play right there of just kind of maturity. Throw it out of bounds, stay alive. Obviously, the holding play was going to back him up, but probably look for Alfred to run the clock out here off the turnover from the Lions. 18 seconds even left to go in this first half. 13 nothing Lions on top of it. Joe Sparhawk, our guest at halftime here on. Our broadcast of Mount St. Joseph football. Well, Alfred comes out. Showing a spread formation. They've got Freeman in the backfield behind Zook Smith. The left-handed quarterback. He takes the snap on first and ten. Steps up into the pocket. He's going to be hit and dropped right about at the line of scrimmage on the play. By the defensive lineman, Nick Brokery. Looks like that play is going to take us to the half, Dave. And... Again, credit the Lions defense. They did a heck of a job in that first half. Absolutely great job by the Lions on a great catch by Hundley in the left corner of the end zone to give the Lions a 13-0 lead. Josh Taylor with one touchdown run, Hundley the other touchdown. And as we head to halftime, it's the Lions 13 and the Saxons nothing. Our halftime guest, Joe Sparhawk, the new Associate Athletic Director here at Mount St. Joseph University. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. 13-0 Lions on top of it here at the half on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, whether it's spirit wear, gifts, or snacks. But the Roar Store is more. They offer everything from notebooks to laundry detergent, even brake fluid and tire repair, plus a wide range of food and drink. And it's just a walk away. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. 
It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. A message from the Ad Council. We are back at Schuler Field at halftime of today's game between Alfred and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. And with us now is new Associate Athletic Director Joe Sparhawk. And Joe, first of all, you are the interim Athletic Associate Athletic Director, now you're in permanent emplacement. Talk a little bit about what the difference is between the two. Is there any? Uh, yeah, there's. I've, I'm doing a lot more with uh, with games, getting games set up, stuff like that. Uh, more meetings with the coaches, uh, biweekly meetings, things like that. See how things are going. Um, you know, when I was in the interim, I was basically doing eligibility, and I was still the golf coach. So. Um, you know, now I'm here from from eight to five uh, every day and and helping out. I don't get to go to the golf courses as much anymore. So, um, but yeah, I've just kind of been thrown into the fire here and and just work my tail off. So, you were the golf coach prior to this, but you've stepped down from that. Do you kind of miss it now? Um, I don't know yet. Uh, I just recently, we just recently hired a new golf coach. I helped him with the transition last week. He started week two. Uh, this was the first official week that I kind of said, you're on your own, Phil. You got it. So, um, you know, ask me that in a month, maybe, and we'll, and we'll see, <laughs> we'll see if I miss it. So right now I've just been busy with, uh, we've had two busy weekends here at the Mount and, um, you know, so I'm just, trying to take one day at a time and, and get stuff done and, and we'll see in a month. We'll see we'll see how I how I feel about it. So you have been at the mount in some way, form or fashion for several years now. I think going on seventeen if I'm not mistaken. But what have been the changes that you have seen since you've been here up until now? Uh, actually I was a student here. I played football here at Mount St. Joe. Uh, I came here in August of 1997 and I've never left. Um, so I was here when they were building the Harrington Center. That was my freshman year. They're in the middle of building it. Uh, the start of my sophomore year, it was complete. Um, so 2004, I was in my third year of coaching when they built the uh, sports complex and then, and now I've seen, uh, the Centennial Fieldhouse. So it's been, I mean, we've grown a ton over the last, what is it, 21 years I've been here, or 20, 24 years yeah. I've been here. So, um, we're growing a ton. We, um, our administrative staff, uh, they're gung ho about athletics. So, and that's been great to see. Um, so I've just seen a lot of, a lot of great things happen at the mound over the last 24 years. Joe Sparhawk, our guest here at halftime. Joe, you brought it up a little bit earlier about how you get set up for games as part of your duties and also talk to the coaches. Explain to us what you mean by that when you're getting set up for games and also when you have a, a meeting with coaches. What's that involve? So the meeting with coaches, 
the first thing, um, you know, I just ask them how, you know, how things are going. What, what do they need from me? What can I do to help them, you know, be better at what they do? Um, just try to provide resources for them. I've been coaching for a long time, so been at the mouth for a long time, so I kind of know how, how things go. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm just here to, to help them. I want them to be successful. I want them to win. Um, I want them, the, the athletes to have great experiences here. So, so I'm here for them. I, you know, whatever I can do to help them be successful, that's what I'm here for. Uh, the setup stuff, um, you know, right now, I guess I'm sort of behind the scenes sending information to visiting uh, coaches, um, you know, where to, where to park, where your locker room is, stuff like that. Uh, this is actually going to be kind of my first weekend of, uh, you know, this is my first weekend of getting things set up. So um, it's, it's been a crazy, crazy weekend, you know, getting set up for volleyball, um, you know, getting set up for football. We have soccer tonight after the football game. So um, I'm just kind of doing whatever Melanie and, and Chuck tell me to do right now. So, so I know Melanie Wagner, the athletic director, one of her big pushes is to make Mount more of a Cincinnati environment rather than just the west side. She wants to push things out. How are you working with her to help make that happen? So it's been slow for me on that part doing that right now. Um, I do have a lot of contacts kind of outside the Cincinnati area from uh, you know, the golf perspective, it's, it's a lot of golf courses, golf pros, uh, things like that. Um, I live in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, so kind of working with some of the connections I have, I have in Lawrenceburg. Um, but it's, it's been kind of a slow process for me right now. Um, and we'll kind of, once we get in the flow of things, we'll, we'll talk about that and see, see what more I can do to, to expand you know, Mount St. Joe into the tri-state area. You know, you talked about your years here at the Mount Joe, and what when when you look back on those years, did that help prepare you for this this position now? Yes, actually, it did. Um, I you know, I can remember being an athlete and thinking, oh, if I, I would do this if I was in in charge or or the athletic director, and and even when I was a young coach, it was you know I would do this as a head coach, I would do this as as an athletic director. So I've, I've always thought about what I would do to make Mount St. Joe better than, than it already is. Um, so I have big pictures, big dreams, you know, for Mount St. Joe. I'm, I'm learning the, the ropes and the, you know, the nitty gritty stuff that we have to do, uh, you know, right now behind the scenes that I never really thought of before. So, um, but yeah, being at the Mount and just, it's, it's helped me tremendously and, and just always thinking about what I can do to make this place better. Have you and Melanie Wagner, the athletic director, discussed what she wants you to do as this associate? And if so, what, what are, are your responsibilities going to be? So, yeah, so we've talked a, a little bit about it. Um, she kind of wants me, I guess, maybe to be more of an have an internal role, talking to coaches, talking to the student athletes. Um, seeing what, you know, what they need to, to be successful and, and, and things like that. Um, so that's, that's been my, my primary role right now. Um, and I, you know, I'm excited about it. I, I love coaching. I love coaching. Uh, I love all sports. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited to, to get out there and, 
you know, one of the things I want to do is make sure I go to practices, um, show my face, show that I'm there and supporting them and that, um, you know, that was something that was going to be big on, for me is, is to go out there and make sure I, I can, I, I show those student athletes and the coaches that I support them, so. In your, your statement release after getting the job, you said you wanted to get to know the players better. Is that how you're planning on doing that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, doing that, going to practices, um, you know, being at, at games as a supervisor and, and, you know, talking to the, to the athletes and, and to the students that, that come to the games. Um, you know, just being, being around, you know, always having my door open. They can come by and, and, and talk anytime. Um, you know, joking around with the football players as they walk by my office, you know, just, just stuff like that. Just. Yeah, I know. Your door's always open when I walk by too. Yeah, 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 <laughs> it is. It's, it's always open. I, I don't like to have the, the closed door. Um, drives me nuts. I like to. Kind of hear and see what's what's going on, and if there's a good conversation or something like that. I'm excited to jump out of the office and and, and jump into the the conversation, whether or not they want me in it or not. So, <laughs> Joe Sparhawk, our guest here at halftime. Just a couple more questions, Joe. First of all, um, what do you see right now, in your opinion, the state of Mount St. Joseph sports? Uh, we are on the up. I I truly believe we can be the the top athletic program in the HCAC by far. Um, we have our athletic administrative staff. Uh, we've all been coaches. We understand what it's like to be a coach. We've all been athletes. We understand and know what it's like to be an athlete. So we are going to do whatever we can to make sure that these athletes have a great experience and they win and we're an elite Division three program. So that's um, you know that's that's definitely the goal, and I, and I I know we can do it. Joe, you're a family man. You've got three kids. This job definitely helps you out in that area. Yes, it does. I have a 12 year old son who uh, just started playing football. Uh, he's in seventh grade at East Central Middle School. Um, so he plays on the weekdays. So I get to watch him play those games, which is exciting. Um, he's a defensive end. He's a Steelers fan. I, I don't know why he's a Steelers fan. TJ Watts' favorite player. So he's got 91. One of the eighth graders took 90, so he wears, you know, not number 91. Um, <laughs> didn't have, doesn't have any real desire to play quarterback like, like I did. I, I was always a quarterback and pick up games and, and whatever. Uh, my daughter Ryan is 10. She's playing soccer. Uh, for a select team, so she's on, she plays on the weekends, so I'm not gonna be able to see her play as much, um, but I'm still excited about it for those, you know, when those weekends when we don't have a whole lot going on here at the mountain. She's also into horseback riding, so I get to watch her take, take horseback riding during the week and things like that. My daughter Harper, she's also playing soccer, um, she's, they're both gonna play basketball, um, and they're, both going to play, well, Harper's going to play softball. Ryan, I th- we're going to try to work her to get to play golf in, in the springtime. I think she's, I think she can do it. So, Ready for that. Yeah, she's got a good swing. She's got a better swing than, than my wife and maybe even <laughs> a better swing than my son. No. Oh, okay. No, no, All right. Not my, 
I still got her on the swing. <laughs> Final question. I asked this of Melanie last week. Do your kids hear you in the stands? Do my kids hear me in the stands? Yep. No, they do not. I am <laughs> extremely quiet. Uh, the older I've gotten, the quieter I've gotten in the stands. I just, I'm just there to watch and, and enjoy. I don't, um, I don't get too excited. Uh, maybe that's the golf coach coming out of me where, you know, you, you have to stay pretty even keeled. So I feel like I do a, a pretty good job of, of keeping my voice down and, and cheering when something exciting happens. But I, I, there's no coaching from the stands. So. <laughs> Joe, you're one of the few. Yeah, <laughs> you're yeah, one yeah. of the few. I, I, take, I take pride in that. So. <laughs> well, congratulations on the new position, and thanks for joining us here at halftime. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. I appreciate it. Our guest here at halftime, the Associate Athletic Director at Mount St. Joseph University, Joe Sparhawk. Chris Morris and I will be back to take a look at the stats of the first half of today's game right after this timeout. I learned patience from my adoptive dad. <sighs> All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe. <sighs> hey. <laughs> We're pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to start a band. <laughs> I got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit AdoptUSKids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Well, we're back here at halftime. I'm Dave Mitchell. Alongside is Chris Morris, and the Lions are leading it 13 nothing here at the half. And the Lions really in the second half of action, Chris, I mean, if you look at it, let's just put the ball on the ground and try to grind down this clock. 112 rushing yards in the first half, averaging 5.3 yards a carry. Uh, we said it in the first half, McKenzie's already over uh, the yardage that he had for the entire game of week one. So I agree. I just... Between Taylor and McKenzie, maybe even Turner gets in there and uh, just keep the ball on the ground, and, and, and the offense is doing a good job. Unfortunate turnover by Taylor. didn't hurt us at the end of the first half, but uh, the numbers are really solid. 112 rushing yards, 80 yards passing, so pretty balanced offense in the first half. Well, the Lions took the lead in the first quarter, 7 to nothing when Josh Taylor ran up the middle for 7 yards to get the touchdown. The point after touchdown was good. And that drive, the Lions went nine plays, 38 yards, and three minutes, 56 seconds to take a 7 nothing lead with 9.46 to go in the first quarter of action. And then in the second quarter with 4.19 remaining, Taylor threw a pass to Zakeem Hunley, the freshman, who went high above Dan Browning to catch the ball over his helmet for 30 yards out in the left corner of the end zone. The Lions' touchdown was good. The PAT was missed, though, by... Ryan Murray and the Lions had the lead 13-0. That was quite a drive, Chris. Ten plays, 99 yards. If you remember, they took the ball over on their own one-yard line after an outstanding punt by Zach Johnson. And the Lions drove it 99 yards in 3 minutes, 50 seconds to take a 13-0 lead. Yeah, they had a really good balance drive. If you remember just getting off that one, Taylor had a big big run, McKenzie had a big run and then top it off with the touchdown pass to Hundley and uh, you spoke about it a little bit on that drive of the coaching staff is really excited about Hundley 6'1", 168 from Cincinnati Ohio and you know you just saw on, on that drive of his capability, his size, his speed he went up and Taylor just threw a beautiful ball up and he went up and made a play on it so Good job of that kid. Congratulations on your first college career touchdown. And uh, like you said, 99 yards, 10 plays, and 350. That's pretty solid drive starting from your own one. A few scores right now. Do you have an Ohio State 
yeah. score. And it's 7-7 seven to seven in the second quarter. Other games around the Big Ten. Virginia is leading Illinois 35-14. to 14. Elsewhere in the Big Ten, it's Northwestern uh, up 14 nothing over Indiana State. And Minnesota is playing Miami of Ohio. And that game right now, let's check and see if we can get a score. 14-3, to Minnesota over Miami of Ohio. Games around the Heartland Conference here today. They all are just getting off about at 1.30. Adrian College has just kicked off against Hanover. That game started at 1. And then 1.30 games that will kick off. Rhodes is at Franklin. Lakeland goes to Anderson. St. Vincent is at Bluffton. Albion is at Defiance. And then tonight at 6, Alma goes to Manchester. And at 7, Rose Holman will play Trine, Illinois, Wesleyan University. Next week, we are at Trine in Angola, Indiana. That game's going to kick off at 1 o'clock, so we'll be on the air at noon with our pregame show festivities. Yeah, it's a big weekend for the HCAC this weekend. Franklin was the lone team to get the only win last weekend out of the conference play, so uh, hopefully the Mount can hang on with this lead in the second half and get their first win of the season. Obviously, Defiance has a tough matchup against Albion, so uh, definitely be scoreboard watching. You want that HCAC to be strong and show really good signs in the non-conference games before we start conference play in just a few weeks. 13-0, the Mount leads it over the Saxons. Lions going for their first win of the year. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. The second half action is coming up next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Odyssey now has hundreds of new exclusive music stations for you to discover your new summer soundtrack. Get moving with worthy workouts for a cardio sesh fueled by today's top artists. Hang in with your crew? Throw it back with Picnic Party for old school jams for your cookout. Or sail away with Odyssey's new Yacht Rock station, Jugger Yacht. For summer barbecues, road trips, or relaxing poolside. Hundreds of new exclusive stations, plus all your favorite local radio stations and podcasts. It's all on Odyssey. Next week, the Mount St. Joseph Lions go on the road for the first time in the 2021 football season. The Lions will head north to Angola, Indiana and face the Trine Thunder. Trine is a top contender for the MIAA Conference title, so the Lions will have to be at the top of their game before heading into the Heartland Conference schedule. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Chris Morris and I next Saturday afternoon as Lions Rewind starts our broadcast day at noon and the pregame show at 1230. Mount St. Joseph plays at Trine next Saturday at 1, and you can hear it all at noon only on ultimatesportstalk.com. Now on the Mount St. Joseph campus, it's the Roar Store. Located in the Harrington Center, the Roar Store is designed to meet the needs of our students, like when you need a textbook. Students can order books exclusively online that they can pick up at the Roar Store through our new eCampus site. eCampus includes two different shipping options. Free online shipping to Textbook Delivery Hub located in the Roar Store or delivered to your off-campus residence. It's not just a bookstore, it's an everything store. The Roar Store in the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Well, the Lions will get the ball to start the second half of action here, leading at 13 to nothing from Schuler Field. Kicking it off will be Dustin McCaslin. McCaslin, the... Senior, 165-pounder, right-footed kicker. Back set to return, Joey Newton, Troy Speakman for the Lions. And McCaslin kicks it off, and it'll be taken in by Speakman. Backpedaling to his own six. Brings it up the middle to the 10, to the 20. Cuts back to the right side, to the 25-yard line. 19-yard return on the play by Troy Speakman. And it's first down for the Lions at their own 25-yard line as we open up the second half of play. 
13-0. Josh Taylor with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown. Newton goes out wide to the right-hand side. Ayler, slot right. Lines going from right to left across your computer screen. Empty backfield. Trips out to the near side for the Lions. Taylor in the shotgun. Drops back one step. Throws over the middle, over to the right side. Excuse me, it's complete to... Looks like Joey Newton with the catch, and it was Newton with the catch. Four-yard gain out to the 29-yard line, second and six. Lines opened up in spread offense right there. Just a quick outlet to the sideline to Joey Newton for the completion, and Mario McKenzie checks back in for the Lions. McKenzie in the backfield. Taylor, four of six passing here today. Handoff goes to Mariano McKenzie around the left-hand side, takes it across the 30. He's got a gain of about three out to the 31-yard line, and it's third and four. Lions with a two-touchdown lead, 13-zip. Cam Newton into the ball game now. He's on the left-hand side along with Jake Ayler. Joey Newton goes out wide to the right. Lions in that tight formation. Brock on the right side in the slot. McKenzie to the left of Taylor looking things over on third and five against a 4-3 defense of Alfred. Taylor, stutter steps, going to take it up the middle. Tries to struggle forward. He's out to the 32, maybe the 33. He's going to be shy of the first down by a couple of yards after a gain of three. And that'll bring up punting time for the Lions. Fourth and two. 13 nothing. Lions on top of it. And dropping back to punt the ball away will be Ryan Murray. Murray's done an outstanding job of punting the football. Steven... Moretti Ransom is back set to return for Alfred. Putting it away as Murray from his own 30. Gets a low line drive kick that hits at the 30. Takes a bounce back for the mount and it'll be downed at about the 31 yard line. That's going to be a 39 yard punt net for Ryan Murray. No return. And Alfred will start first and 10 from their own 31 yard line. Ryan Murray's having a good day on the punting. Uh, really good job on the punt coverage today for the Mount. Uh, kind of tell a, a little bit of a difference between week one and week two, so really good to see that on the special team side. Lions can't do anything on their first possession here in the second half. Now we'll see what Alfred can do with 13-1 remaining in the third quarter of play. They bring trips out to the far side. Santiago, Keandre Sanders out to the far side. Their tight end, Stanzuski. Tight end left. Freeman is in the backfield. And now they've got the quarterback is changed again. And that is Connor Eglert. Eglert, who was told was a wide receiver. We were told he was a wide receiver. Now he's lining up a quarterback. Handed it off to Freeman right up the middle. And, or excuse me, that wasn't Freeman. That was Aponte. And Aponte got nothing. Again, we apologize. We were not given a two deep by Alfred University and we weren't even given a roster to work on here this afternoon so we apologize if we're missing up some names here today. Trips receivers out wide to the right for Alfred. Englert still the quarterback. Englert number 12. He'll take the snap. Rolls out to the right. Now throws it out on the right-hand side. Complete to Aponte, but he's going to be hit immediately at the 25-yard line for a loss of five on the play. 
Number 33, Julius Fisher read that play. They were just going for the running back high screen out of the backfield, and 33 come flying across the field to make the tackle for loss. Julius read that perfectly and blew it up right away at the line. 11.50 and running left to go in this third quarter. 13-0 Lions. It's third down and 14 yards to go for an Alfred first down. Englert, the quarterback. He's a 180-pound junior from Dansville, New York. Right-hander drops straight back. Looks over the middle on third and 14. Now rolls out to the left, tucks it under. He's going to run with it. Cuts it up at the 25 to the 30. He'll be run out of bounds at about the 33-yard line on the play by Declan Brophy. Declan Brophy did a great job of tracking that quarterback down. He came up off the line and he trucked about 20 yards vertical or side to side right there and was able to create that fourth down for Alfred. So really good job by the defense. I mean, they're playing outstanding defense today for the Mount. Lions are, right now are showing a lot of speed from sideline to sideline. Yeah, they brought right on the outside blitz, forced him out to the far side and like you said, Declan Brophy was able to bring him down out of bounds for the now that Alfred will punt that ball back to the Lions. Johnson will punt it away from his own 35. Troy Speakman back set to return. Low snap, but Johnson got it. Gets a low line drive kick taken in by Speakman at the 40, 45, 50. Cuts to the near side. Got knocked up and dropped down at the 40-yard line by a shoestring near midfield. Looked like Dan Browning got him by the shoestring. Otherwise... Speakman may have been gone on that one, but the Lions have it first and 10 in Alfred territory at the 41-yard line. Dave, you talk about it all the time. Speakman gets the ball in his hands. He can make a play happen real (laughs) quick. He came to us on the near side, and I'm watching the replay here. A shoestring tackle kept that away from being six for Troy Speakman on the punt return. Newton and Naylor out to the right-hand side, along with Brock in the wing. McKenzie to the right-hand side of Josh Taylor. Cam York. Single receiver out to the left. Ball in the near hash mark on first and ten. Hand off to McKenzie. He gets hit behind the line of scrimmage and will be dropped after a yard loss. He ran right into one of the offensive linemen on the play. Yeah, McKenzie got the ball in the handoff, and he just went right back into the backfield and ran right into number 70, Cody Hobson. was able to only gain. Looks like he actually lost one yard on the play. So it's second down, 11 yards to go. Ball back to the 42-yard line in Alfred territory. Overcast skies, about 75 degrees here today. Throw out in the flat, complete to Ayler. Ayler at the 35, run out of bounds at about the 36-yard line. Jason Noel, the cornerback. Good job by the offensive line to give Taylor a little bit of time, and Ayler was able to run the comeback route, was able to get a pickup for a first down. Is that fly getting around you now? We've got a fly in the press box that we have not been able to get rid of all afternoon. Boy, oh boy, now he's hovering around Chris. <laughs> Somebody's got a raid to bring it on up, would you please? 9.49 to go in this third quarter play. Lions with a 13 nothing lead. Taylor looks upfield, throws it up into the end zone. He has got Newton complete touchdown! Lions! Oh, nice play design and a great throw by Taylor. Newton had to kind of hold up for it, but he was wide open in the end zone for the score, and it's 19-0 the mount. Yeah, the line started out into a bunch formation and off the play action. Taylor was able to roll out to the left and just float a pass into the corner of the end zone. Newton was wide open on the play. Nice touchdown pass, Josh Taylor. And the Lions are going to go for two here. 
We were told this might happen, and now taking a timeout will be Alfred, as they were not expecting this for the Lions to go for two. 9.37 to go in this third quarter of action. With Danny Maybout, the Lions coaching staff said that we just may go for two all afternoon. He's the long snapper. But actually, the long snapper for the Lions today, Matt Pfeiffer, has done a pretty good job. He's the senior out of Trinity High School in Louisville, Kentucky. With that touchdown pass, it puts Taylor over 100 yards passing on the day. Two touchdown passes. and Just a really good job. That brings uh, Joey Newton to three receptions for 37 yards, averaging 12.3, and then that touchdown. So good job by Joey Newton. Good play action. And a good balanced drive right there again by the Lions. Keep in mind that the Lions will have next week's game against Trine. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff. And then they're off a week and then back in action on October 2nd, which is three weeks from today at 1.30 up at Bluffton. Always a nice little travel up to Bluffton. They've got great facilities up there. They always treat us so well. Taylor's going to roll out to the right, sees some green, cut it under behind. He's not going to make it into the end zone, and the two-point conversion is thwarted by Alfred. 9.37 remaining to go in this third period of play from Cincinnati. Your score, the Lions 19, the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Life should be enjoyed, so get up and start. At Iron Sharpens Iron Personal Training, they develop a healthy relationship with you and provide a positive, encouraging environment to train. The staff at Iron Sharpens Iron will set up a personal training system that fits you and you alone. And your first session is free. Are you ready to have fun and get in shape? Iron Sharpens Iron serves the greater Cincinnati area. Check them out at isi-pt.com. That's isi-pt.com. Or call them today at 513-748-1538. Well, Chris, you brought it up. Lions lead at 19 nothing, but on that two-point conversion... Josh Taylor may have tucked it under just a little bit too quick. It looks like they were going for the rub route right there on the goal line, and uh, he had a wide receiver open in the back of the end zone, just tucked it a little bit too quick. Uh, I'm sure the coaches will catch that on the film. Santiago back set to return with Moretti Ransom. Ryan Murray will kick it off for the Lions from right to left, and it will be taken in by Santiago at the 2. Cuts it up the middle to the 5, to the 10, 15, and he'll be snapped up and downed at the 18-yard line. Nice tackle by the Lions coming up the field. Lucas Bowling, freshman out of Milford. 9.32 left to go in the third quarter of play. We've got a score update for you, Dave, out of Columbus. 14-7 Oregon with three minutes to go in the second quarter. It's a little lower scoring than I actually thought it was going to be. A lot of people thought it would be somewhere around 45, 31, 38, 28, something like that. Englert back in a quarterback for, and he bobbles the staff from center. Ball loose on the field. Lions, Troy Speakman says they've got it. And the officials come in, and the Lions do have it at their Alfred. Right about at the 17, make it the 18-yard line. Angler never got the handle on the snap. Yeah, Dave, looking at the replay, it just hit him right in the hands. Uh, he, once again, he just... Hits right off his hands. The Lions defense was able to create another turnover. Puts them in great field position to look to extend this lead. So the Lions offense back out onto the field. The defense was out there just seven seconds. 
and the Lions will take Jay Gaylor off the field and bring Gary Powell back in at tight end. He'll line up on the right-hand side. Brock and Newton out to the far side. Hunley back into the ballgame. He's the single receiver on the near side. Out of the pistol formation, McKenzie lines up right behind Josh Taylor. First and ten for the Lions at the 18. Taylor looks to the left. He's going to throw to Hunley again in the left corner of the end zone, and it's over his head and incomplete. Good coverage on the play by the defensive back. Safety had to help on the top. They were going up top to Hunley again. Looks like Jalen Noel on the coverage for Alford. So looked like they were going to the freshman again, Hunley up top, and uh, really good coverage there, 13 and white for Alford. Second down, 10 yards to go for the Lions. McKenzie now moves over to the left-hand side of Taylor. Taylor's going to take it on the sweeper on the left-hand side. Inside the 15, struggles forward to the 14-yard line. Good run by Taylor. He's got a pickup of almost five on the play before he's brought down by Tim Dahl. Interesting story about Dahl, number 32, the senior left end. He's wearing number 32 for a former Alfred University player, Nick Clark, from 2011. Clark was a New York State trooper that was killed in the line of duty back in 2018. Dahl wearing his uniform number in honor of him. Especially important on this day of 9-11. Third down, six yards to go for the Lions from the 14. Taylor throws over the middle, complete to Ayler. Ayler struggles to the seven-yard line. He's close to a first down. They're going to spot him right inside the seven, and that should be enough for a first down for the Lions. And it will be. First and goal for the Lions in the red zone. 8.25 and running left to go in this first quarter, first, excuse me, third quarter of action. 19 nothing. Nice move by Ayler on the quick slant off the line. Taylor takes the snap. Hand off to up the runner is Ari Turner. Ari Turner takes it in from the seventh for the score off left tackle. They snuck Turner into the ball game on us instead of Mariano McKenzie who's been playing a majority of the time. And the touchdown makes a 25-nothing mount with 8.09 to go in this third quarter of play. Nice piece of running by 21. Turner just follow the lead by that offensive line to be able to score. The freshman, it's 5'8 freshman out of Cincinnati, Ohio, gets his first career touchdown. Congratulations, 21, Turner. Lions will go for two now. They've got trips out to the far side in it. On the near side, empty backfield, spread formation. Now Taylor's going to get up under center. First time he's done this today. On the two-point conversion, he's going to throw it out into the flat. To Newton, takes it in for the two-point conversion. Nice design and nice execution. Yeah, really good job. Taylor goes under center. Just a wide receiver screen on the outside to Joey Newton. Great blocking. Was able to get it in. 8.09 to go in this third quarter. You're scored out. Mount St. Joseph 27, the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Where are you headed? Where would you like to go? New heights, right? That's why you're going to college in the first place. At Mount St. Joseph University, we integrate academic excellence, real-world experience, and individual attention so that you can go further than you ever thought possible. In fact, over 96% of our graduates over the past three years were employed or pursuing graduate studies within six months of graduation. Are you ready to climb higher? Begin your ascent at msj.edu. Well, this is the kind of performance that you wanted to see out of the Lions coming back after their loss last week to Albion. They lead it 27 to nothing. Ryan Murray will kick it off, and he gets a high 
End over end kick. Santiago will take it and it is two. Right up the middle to the 15 to the 20. Hit immediately and dropped at the 22 yard line by Devin Donaworth. Coaches talked about him earlier in the season, how excited they were for number four, and he makes a big time hit on the special teams kickoff return. So the Lions lead it 25 nothing. That drive consisted of four plays, 41 yards in a minute, seven seconds. Culminated by a 30-yard touchdown or seven-yard touchdown run by Ari Turner. 8:04 remaining to go in this third quarter. Connor Eglert back in the quarterback, and it's Max Freeman in the backfield with Englert at running back. And the handoff goes to Freeman, and Freeman takes it right up the middle. And he'll be stacked up by a gangload of Mount St. Joseph tacklers at the 25, gain of a yard. Got to give all the credit to the Mount defense today. Really outstanding job holding Alfred only 84 yards rushing and negative four on the receiving yards. Second down, a long nine yards to go. Santiago goes out wide to the left-hand side. Keandre Sanders, slot left. Moretti Ransom is at the wing on the left-hand side. Tight end right is Staniszewski. Looking over to the sideline for the call from their offensive coordinator, Pribble. Englert now moves Freeman off to the right of him. Ball in the near hash mark on second and ten. Now Englert's going to cut it right up the middle, pick up a few yards, dives forward across the 30 to the 31. He'll get a gain of about five on the play. And it causes a third down three yards to go. Good effort right there by Eggler to get another yard or two. Obviously, Alfred's struggled here offensively most of the day. This is the third quarterback we've seen already for Alfred. Third down, three yards to go. Clock running, 6.50 to go in the third quarter. Lions showing blitz, and now they'll back off that on third down three. Engler looking over to the sideline. He's got Freeman to the left of him. Receivers out wide on both sides. On third down three, Engler takes the snap, drops back, looks to his left, throws to the left, complete, and that's complete to Moretti Ransom. Moretti Ransom's got the first down across the 35 to the 36-yard line. Five yards on the reception, but enough for a first down for the Saxons. Egler was able to stay in. Lions brought number six, Nate Owens, on the linebacker outside blitz. Egler was able to stick in there and hang into the pocket and make that throw for the first down for Alfred. 6.15 and running left to go in the third quarter. We are over halfway through it. 27 nothing. the mount on top of it. Englert looking things over with receivers out wide in a spread formation. Fake handoff. Englert's going to keep it up the middle. He's going to be hit right at the line of scrimmage, but dive forward and pick up a couple of yards on the play. Bringing him down was Nate Owens. Second down, they're going to give him three on the carry, so it'll be second and seven. Ball just shy of the 39-yard line. We get the calls in from the sideline, and everybody looks to their play sheet, either on their wrist or at their belt buckle. This is the first time I've actually seen them do this, so it must be a play that they've dug deep into the playbook for. Second down seven, Angler, fake handoff, rolls out to the right, plenty of time, looks upfield, he's going to throw it up the near side, and it's going to be intercepted by Troy Speakman. Angler underthrew it, Speakman cut under, intercepted it, fourth of the year, first of the year for Speakman, and the Lions have taken it over 
in their own territory, up 27 nothing with 5.14 left to go in the third. Eggler just underthrew that ball, Dave. He had Marriott arranging on him out and up route that he had beat Street uh, Speakman on the play. The quarterback, Eggler, just threw it, underthrew it. Troy Speakman was able to make a play on it for the third turnover for the Lions defense on the day. Chase samples into the ball game now for the Lions for the first time here today. The Lions go trips out to the far side, ball on the near side, out of the pistol. And handing it off, that's Ari Turner around the left-hand side, broke a tackle, takes it out to the 28-yard line. Gain of about three on the play. No, excuse me, that's Mariano McKenzie. McKenzie is 31, Turner is 21. And they run pretty, pretty even to each other. 4.46 to go, second down, seven at the third 27-yard line in Mount Territory. Taylor drops back, looks over to the right side, complete to Ayler at the 35. He's close to a first down, depends on where they mark it. They're going to put it right at the 35-yard line, and that should give the Lions enough for a first down, and they will move the sticks. Nice job by Taylor. He knew where he was going right there the entire time. 15 Ayler on the out route for the first down. Taylor puts a dart right in his chest. Another first down for the mount. First and 10 from their own 35-yard line. Lions up 27-0. They were up 13-0 at the half. 4-10 and running left to go in the third quarter. Dropping back Taylor. Throws it out. Same play to Chase Samples this time. Jabs inside. Now moves back to the inside to the 40. He'll be brought down at the 42-yard line. But there is a flag thrown on the far side. And it may be somebody for the mount lined up offside. It will be a legal procedure against the Lions. And from the vicinity of the flag, Chris, it's almost like one of the receivers moved. Yeah, it looked like maybe one of the receivers on the far side moved. Going to back the Lions up just a little bit on this drive. No rush here, up 27 to nothing. Just trying to work on a few things here offensively. Run a few run a few plays, get a couple of new kids in, and uh, try to eat away at this clock here late in the third quarter. Yeah, you might see an entirely different offensive line going into the fourth quarter of this one. Taylor, the quarterback, be nice if they could get some snaps under center for Prather, who had a nice first down completion at the end of the first quarter. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor is going to run it up the middle. He's going to be hit. Broke a tackle. Now rolls out to the right. He's going to throw it out to the right. Complete to Ayler. Ayler cuts it outside the 35. Another flag is thrown. And he'll be knocked out of bounds at the 38-yard line. So that's a gain of eight on the completion. But a flag is thrown right at the 40-yard line. And let's see what they have in store for the Lions. Josh Taylor says, I believe, he thinks it's against the Lions. and One of the Lions players is down, Chris, over on the far side. Looks like on the replay they may get Alfred for a late hit. Outside and nope, it's against the Lions. I didn't catch what the call was, but it is definitely against the Lions, and the Lions have a player down. 3:41 left to go in this third quarter. We're going to use a timeout. 
27-0. Lions on top of the Saxons. We've got an injury timeout in the field. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. And we'll be back after this. Real estate investors, it's time lenders make it easy on you. And we have at Cover 3, affiliated with the Mortgage Network. This past year has been tough on investors, but we don't care. Try the no-income verification loan to purchase or refi your properties, owner or non-owner occupied. We only want leases, application, and a couple of other documents. And that gets you into the 4 to 5% range. Minimum credit score needed is 620. Contact Cover 3 today to get pre-approved. 312 312- Well, across the far side, that is Chase Samples, who was down and injured. He just came into the ball game a few plays ago. But he's up and walking off, and now he'll jog off under his own power, and that's good news. 341 remaining to go in this third quarter. That penalty took the Lions all the way back to the 23-yard line. I still haven't gotten a definitive answer as to what the call was. On the play. But nonetheless, it's going to be first down and about 23 yards to go for the Lions. They need to get out to their own 45-yard line, and they're sitting at their 23. So Josh Taylor, the quarterback, with Mariano McKenzie to his left. Spread formation for the Lions. Taylor drops back, now rolls out to the left. Now cuts it off to the right-hand side. He's going to tuck it under and run across the 30. Puts his head down, dives to the sticks. He'll be out of bounds at the 39-yard line on the play. And that's going to be a pickup of about, call it 11 on the play, and it brings up second and 11. Second down 11 now. Lions will be a try next week. Remember that. 1 o'clock kickoff. We'll be on the air with the pregame show starting at noon on Ultimate Sports Talk. As we hit the three-minute mark of this third quarter of action, Brock in motion, now reverses, comes back to a handoff, goes to Mariano McKenzie, and Mariano will take it across the 35 out to the 39-yard line. That's four yards on the carry for the Lions running back out of Apollo High School in Owensboro, Kentucky. Have you ever been to Apollo High School? i got a buddy that uh, coaches down at Owensboro. He remembered McKenzie from high school, and I'm talking to him a little bit last week about him. Strong physical runner, and you can see that every time he gets the ball. Two and a half remaining to go in the third. It's third and six from the 39-yard line in Mount Territory. Taylor using up as much as he can on the play clock. Gets down to six, now drops back. Taylor is going to roll out to the right-hand side, picks up a block, looks upfield, directing traffic. He's going to tuck it under, run it upfield, and he's going to pick up the first down outside the 45-yard line. Gain of a gain of seven on the carry and a first down for the Lions. Taylor does an outstanding job of just staying calm under pressure. He's able to, he's athletic enough to roll out and pick up the first down, and uh, he does a really good job of just staying calm under pressure in that pocket and rolling out, being able to pick up some yardage with his legs. Brock and Newton are out wide to the left-hand side for the Lions. And the handoff, fake handoff to McKenzie, and Taylor's going to keep it himself. Lost his footing and dropped down at about the 49-yard line after a gain of four. Boy, if he could have gotten a plant there on that right foot, he may have broken that thing. Yeah, he was able to take the ball out of the belly of McKenzie and keep it on the right side over there on the far side. Really good job here by the Lions, just eating some clock, kind of moving around slowly offensively, and uh, let's just lean on the offensive line here on this drive. 
Second down, calling it a short seven yards to go, a long six. McKenzie in the backfield, receivers out wide. Dropping back Taylor, tries to throw it, and it's batted down at the line of scrimmage. Batted down by Joe, by Mike Hamilton, the outside linebacker. Good job by Hamilton to get a hand up and deflect that ball. Alfred brought a little pressure right there. Taylor was looking to get it out quick, but he was batted down at the line. Third down. Lions have been successful more times than not in third down situations here this afternoon. They are five of eight heading into this one. Third down, call it a long six yards to go with a minute 12 left in this third quarter. Lions lead at 27-0. Dropping back Taylor. Looks to his right. Now to his left. Rolls out of the pocket to the left-hand side. Tucks it under. Inside the 50. Run out of bounds. Shoved out of bounds by Joe Kopp at the 30... Check at the 44-yard line. And that's going to be enough for a first down for the Lions. Once again, he just... Gets under pressure, gets able to roll out again, and picks up the yardage. He does a really good job of just getting to the sticks and getting out of bounds. First and ten for the Lions at the 44 of Alfred. We are under a minute left to go in this third quarter. 27-0. Lions on top of it in a swiftly played game. York in motion, now drops back Taylor, throws it out to the left-hand side to Cam York. He's got the ball at about the 40-yard line. They'll put him at the 39. That's a five-yard completion. Josh is just taking the small little short drops and short passes here today. Yeah, he's doing a good job. He knows where he wants to go with the ball. The DBs are giving him about five or seven yards cushion, so the Lions are just taking what they're giving. Second down, five yards to go from the 39 of Alfred. Receivers out wide again. Dropping back Taylor. Taylor looks over the middle. Complete to Ayler at the 25-yard line. Spun forward to the 20 for a first down on the play. Great route by Ayler on the inside post. He was able to get... DB was probably five yards off. He made a great move on six and was able to get across the middle, and Taylor put a ball right into his hands. 19 yards on the reception, and the Lions knocking at the door. They're in the red zone again. The 20-yard line on first and goal, and that will do it for the end of the third quarter of play. So we'll switch ends of the field. Lions have this one firmly in hand. Your score, Mount St. Joseph 27, the Saxons nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Do you want to grow as a leader? Mount St. Joseph University offers a flexible master's degree in organizational leadership. Classes meet about one Saturday a month. Climb higher and become the leader you were meant to be. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash msol. I was in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean when it happened. There was a sudden jolt and our submarine crashed on the seafloor. We were in total darkness. That's Dr. Dejana Figueroa, a marine biologist and STEM teacher, talking about a deep sea dive she'll never forget. It's funny, when I was a kid, I was afraid of the ocean. And there I was, two miles below the surface. But as a scientist, you prepare for that. Using our training and a little creativity, we fixed the sub and finished our experiments. The dive was just too important. Every dive gives us glimpses at things few people ever get to see. Blowing creatures, fiery undersea volcanoes. When we got back to the surface, I kissed the ground and called my mom, of course. But you know what? I wouldn't trade that dive for anything. Dr. Figueroa uses her passion for STEM to discover new things and make the world a better place. She can STEM, so can you. Check out She Can STEM for more stories and inspiration. 27 nothing. 
the Lions on top of it, 27-0 as we head into the fourth and final quarter of play. Lions will be going from left to right across your computer screen in this final 15-minute stanza. Jake Taylor, Josh Taylor, drops back, looks out to the left-hand side, now throws a floater out to the left-hand side to Wyatt Rutgerson, and he is creamed at inside the 20 at about the 17-yard line. We talked about how tough a football player Rutgerson is. We've seen him catch three balls this year in the first two games, Chris, and he has been lambasted on all three and hung on to the ball. Yeah, tough kid. You talked about uh, Caleb Carrell mentioned to him uh, off air. Just really tough kid. And uh, look for that play again. Brock was looking to the sideline. He was wide open on a post route over across the middle. Second and eight on the play, dropping back Taylor, looking into the end zone, now rolls out to the near side, breaks the tackle, looks into the end zone, can't find anybody, he'll tuck it under at the 15 to the 10, inside the 5, and run out of bounds for a first down again for the Lions at the 3-yard line of Alfred. That run puts Taylor over 100 yards on the ground. Taylor so far today, about 119 yards rushing. 14 minutes and running left to go. Ayler goes out wide right. Excuse me, wide left. Powell into the ball game at the tight end position. Lions trying to put another nail in the coffin of the Saxons. Here comes the blitz, but the Lions run away from it to McKenzie. Right up the middle, off right guard. Takes it in for the score. Touchdown, Mariano McKenzie, and the Lions lead it. 33 to nothing. Credit the offensive line again. McKenzie just following the lead blockers and was able to get in for a touchdown as they extend the lead. 33 nothing. 13-43 remaining to go in this ball game. And the Lions again will go for two. With 13-43 remaining, Josh Taylor with Mario McKenzie who just scored the TD in the backfield. Lions they put Powell tight end right. Taylor looking back out to the sideline for the play call. He's got receivers out wide to the left-hand side. Taylor will take the snap. He's going to run it off the right side. Puts his head down, spins, can't get in. He stops short of the goal line at about the one-yard line. 13.43 remaining to go in the game. Your score from Cincinnati at Schuler Field. It's the Lions 33. Alfred Nothing on UltimateSportsTalk.com. For more than a century, Mount St. Joseph University has prepared nursing leaders who serve their patients with the heart of a lion. With flexible undergraduate and graduate programs, the Mount will help you climb higher. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash nursing. Medical care for your child is important, and your choice in doctors should be well thought out and have your complete confidence. Mount St. Joseph alum Dr. Libby Spies is one of you. She's from Cincinnati and practices here. Dr. Spies understands what's important to parents when it comes to their child's well-being. She treasures her patients, watching them grow, and forging relationships with the families. And she's accepting new patients. Call for an appointment today at 513-246-8900. Dr. Libby Spies. 13.43 remaining to go in the ballgame as the sun peaks back behind the clouds. And now as I say that, it comes out from behind the clouds. It is 33-0, the mound on top of it. Ryan Murray will kick it off from his own 35-yard line. Gets a short pooch kick. That's going to be taken in by one of the upbacks at about the 34, and he'll run out of bounds right there at the 34-yard line. It was taken in by Deshaun Smith. 
Yeah, the story of the game so far, Dave, is this Mount defense holding the Alford to 93 yards rushing, only two yards receiving, really good balanced attack from the Lions offense, 178 yards rushing, 176 yards receiving. So a really good performance here for the Lions in week two. Lions have got Deshaun Starks in the ball game, along with Kendrick Riley at the corners. They still go with that 4-3 right from the start linebacker position, showing blitz off the left-hand side. In a quarterback, Connor Engler. Engler looking things over. He's played the entire second half. And he drops back to pass. Looks over the middle, now throws it out into the flat, and it is incomplete. Trying to go to his running back, Kevin Bergalia. We wonder where Bergalia has been. Well, he's here, but he hasn't played much in this one. Yeah, looking at the Lions defense, number 41 in at linebacker, Lucas Bowling, freshman out of Milford, Ohio. Also near near us on the near side, number 12, Kendrick Riley, freshman out of Orlando, Florida. So Mount doing a good job of getting some youngsters in right now in this 33 to nothing lead. 13-37 remaining to go. Angler. With Bergalia off to the right of him, receivers out wide. Dropping back, Englert looked to his right, then goes to the left, and it is off the hands of Moretti Ransom and almost intercepted by one of those inside linebackers for the Lions. Lions are doing a really good job on the screenplay. They're reading that. Everybody's staying at home. And uh, like I said, can't credit enough Rick Thompson, defensive coordinator, and his defense done a heck of a job today. 13.33, clock stopped on the incompletion. Third down 10 at the 34. In Alfred territory, the Saxons looking for it. Engler took a hard slap of the hands and then looked over to the sideline for the play now that they've seen the defense that the Lions are on. High snap, and Engler comes down with it, throws it up the right-hand side, and it is going to be incomplete. Boy, nice defense out there by Deshaun Starks. Yes, yeah, Starks and Abel have been great in one-on-one coverage. And uh, once again, Alfred will punt. And a tip of the cap to the defense again. They've done an outstanding job today. So at 13.27 left to go, we'll see after this punt if we're going to be entertained by Josh Taylor anymore today or if it will be Tyler Prather. Really get an op- love to see an opportunity of Prather on a drive here today. Yeah, he did a great job coming in for that one play and converting that pass for a first down. So. They, they tossed so highly of him. Zach Johnson, the punter, good snap, gets it away, and dropping back is Speakman. He'll take it in. Lost it in the sun. He's going to let it bounce, and it's going to go out of bounds at the 12-yard line. That's a 53-yard punt and roll. Nice job by Johnson. Looks like it is going to be three... Tyler Prather coming in at quarterback for the Lions. Well, I'm interested in getting a chance to see him in competition on the field. He's from Coleraine High School. Of course, they don't throw the ball a lot, but Prather at the end of the first quarter had to come in for Josh Taylor, who lost his helmet at the very end, and he threw a BB for a completion and a first down at the end of the first quarter. So he is one-for-one passing coming into this afternoon into his playing time now and he's going to throw about the same pass and tried to get it out to Hundley and it was knocked free and incomplete. Boy, Prather's going to want that play back. He had number nine freshman Nick Floyd across the middle wide open. He's getting his first run, number nine and then 21 Turner in the in the backfield. So getting a lot of playing time, a lot of the freshmen getting in here for the Lions here late in the, in the ball game. 
Nate Martz is into the game, fullback junior out of Batavia, 5'7", 215 pounds. I know how that feels. <laughs> Second down, 10 yards to go. And the fake handoff, Prather throws it over the middle, complete to Hundley, his second catch of the day. Takes it across the 25, out to the 30 for a first down on a 15-yard reception. Freshman to freshman, Prather to Hundley, really good job on the RPO to pull that back. Hit Hundley in stride on the quick slant, and uh, the coaches are going to be excited to see that on film. Boy, he has got an arm, Prather. I think if I had him in high school, I know the Cardinal, they love to run the football, but boy, he might have had to put some passing plays in for this kid. First down, 10 yards to go. Ball at the 30-yard line. And Prather on the RPO. Faked the handoff to Ari Turner, and now he'll take it out to the 31-yard line. Boy, it looked like the left outside linebacker for Alfred was offside. That's Michael Shaparo. Looks like he really got a blast off the left-hand side. Yeah, he timed it just right on the replay. <laughs> he got a heck of a jump on the on the near side here, boss. Shavante McGriff is into the game now, a freshman out of Dayton, 5'10", 205 pounds. He's in a running back. It's his first play of the game. Prather throws it over the middle, and it's incomplete. Tried to go to Rutgerson, and it was knocked free and out of play by Joe Cop. Yeah, Cop got a good job on getting his hand in there on the pass and deflecting it to be incomplete. So, well, the Lions giving Prather the opportunity to throw the football here. Yeah, they did what they were supposed to do today. The defense played outstanding. Offense scored when they needed to. A really good job by Taylor. And uh, you know, now you get some young guys in. The coaching staff is going to be really excited about this. You'll have some film on those guys. Third down, nine, dropping back Prather. Prather rolls out to the right. He's going to throw it up the left side, and it's incomplete through the hands of Hunley. And it'll bring up fourth down, so the Lions will force be forced to punt the football away and give it back to the Saxon. Well, you know, if you are Bob Rankle, you do not want to drive eight hours out of the state of New York to come down here and get shut up. Yeah, back-to-back weekends has been tough for the Alfred offense. A lot of turnovers. Only put up three points last week, zero so far today. So just uh, looks like they're searching for quarterback, searching for, you know, their running back. Looks like Freeman. Ryan Murray punts the football away, and it is brought in. Great tackle. Troy Speakman right there. By Moretti Ransom, and he's going to be dropped right at the 29-yard line. Well, you said a good play by... Troy Speakman. Yeah, he was able to get down to Punt coverage has been really good for the Lions compared to week one, so good job on that adjustment during the week of practice. 11.47 left to go in this ball game. Will be a try next week up in Angola, Indiana. Well, you got three trips up there this year. Angola, Bluffton, Defiance. Looks like 26. Akeem Chambers is in the ball game for Alfred at running back. And dropping back is Engler. He's going to throw it out to Chambers on the left side. Complete at the 30. And drug down from behind out to the 34-yard line. Tackle by Colin Collier. Collier, defensive lineman, junior out of Deer Park. Seven yards on the completion. Brings up second down and two. Engler. Marking out the signals and 
He's got Chambers, the junior, 180 pounds, now switching from the left to the right side. Spread formation. Engler, hand off to Chambers. Now Engler's going to hand it off to Chambers. Chambers has got some wide open green across the 45 into Mount Territory inside the 45 to the 40, and he'll be run out of bounds at the 30-yard line, about the 33-yard line. Boy, a nice scamper there by Chambers of close to 35 yards. Yeah, Chambers, really good job. They pulled the guard and was able to get a kick block and kicked that outside on the near side and was able to scamper down for a big gain right there for Chambers. One of the longest plays for the Alfred offense so far today. So it's first and ten from the 34-yard line in Mount Territory for the Saxons. Angler with Chambers to the right of him. Hand off to Chambers again right up the middle. Stutter steps, and he's going to pick up another three on the play. Down to the 32-yard line. Mount, Mount sidelines acting like the, fump, the ball came out, but it uh, looks like they're not going to get the call. And then there's an injured player down on the field for the Saxons. Looks like one of the interior linemen. And he is down face down and in pain. Well, this is the type of performance, Chris, that you wanted to see the Lions have after it lost to Albion last week. Yeah, it was good comeback performance, had a good week of preparation, and uh, like we said, the story of the game's been the defense, putting the offense in good field position, uh, offense did drive the 99 yards on the Hundley touchdown, so really good job, balanced offense, the defense was able to create turnovers, special teams has been uh, improving as the day goes on, so good performance overall by the Lions. I know we talk a lot about the, the injuries that have happened to this team and everything else that's going on, and right now, it hurts this team, although they're going to win this game today and then go into trying next week with the same situation. But down the road, it could be a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I mean, you get a couple guys that, I guess, get a little bit rested early in the year and be ready to go once conference play starts. And uh, today's been a good opportunity for a lot of the freshmen to get in and get some game experience and get some stuff on film for those guys. So I know the coaching staffs. there's a few things that they're going to clean up from today, but overall they're going to be excited about the performance and uh, being able to get a lot of guys in in a blowout win. And, uh, you know, we got to get back at it on Monday, go back to work, and, and the tough task on the road against Trine next week. Well, we've still got the injured player down on the field for the Saxons, and they're going to have to help him off the field. That's number 71. Number 71 is their right tackle, Ethan Stewart. Graduate student, 250 pounds. Now he's walking off under his own power. That's a good sign. Nothing worse than driving eight hours and having to go home with your ankle in a bucket or your foot up with ice around your knee in a bus ride. Second down, eight yards to go. Chambers in the backfield with Englert. Englert, the quarterback, took over in the second half for Zook Smith. Clock running, 10-10 to go. Pitch out comes to Chambers. He's going to be hit and spun around and brought down Outside the 35 to the 37-yard line, that's a loss of five on the play. And it will bring up third down. 91, Brady Buehler did a great job of staying home and reading that play. Came up with a big tackle there. Looked like Staniszewski at his tight end position just missed a block. So it's third down. Call it 12 yards to go for the 
Saxons. Chambers off to the right this time of Engler. Ball in the far hash mark and trips to the near side. Looking over at the offensive coordinator, Steve Pribble, is the quarterback, Engler. Now he's going to move Chambers from the right to the left side of him. Dropping back Engler. Engler, good pocket. Now he cuts it up the middle, tucks it under. Outside the 35 to the 30, 25. Inside the 25, he's got the first down as he ran out of bounds at about the 23-yard line, and that's enough for a first down. Good job by Engler. He had a clean pocket. Was able to step up, saw that there was an opening on the on the far side, and was able to pick up the first down for Alfred. Anthony Wright's leaving the ball game now, and coming in for the mount on defense is Evan Schneider from Hamilton. Alfred almost looks like they're trying to run out the clock too the way they take time in between plays handoff goes to Chambers up the middle Chambers breaks a tackle at the line of scrimmage cuts it inside the 20 brought down at the 19 yard line that's a gain of 6 boy he's running the ball very effectively here in this fourth quarter yeah Alfred up to 133 yards rushing Chambers really good on this drive Freeman showed some signs Um, just uh, like you said, they're just searching for that passing attack and, and running quarterbacks in, but they've really went with uh, Egler here in the second half. Egler. And now what do we have? We've got... Looks like a false start on 88. Nope. They're just resetting the play clock. <laughs> so they reset the play clock, and it's back to 20, 25. Second down, five yards to go from the 19. Hand off to Chambers, right up the middle. Stutter steps to the 15-yard line. He's close to a first down after a five-yard gain. Well, you're you're all excited about the next couple of days. You get to go to Kentucky's game tonight, tomorrow. Your Vikings come to town. You get to go see them. Yeah, it's good. Get my... Uh Definitely getting some football in here today, here at the Mount. Traveling up to Lexington tonight for Kentucky-Missouri. Big SEC matchup. And then NFL kicks off tomorrow. Cincinnati and Minnesota Vikings. So That was a heck of a game Tampa Bay and Dallas the other night. Englert, fake handoff. He's going to cut it right up the middle and be stopped. Near a first down. They've got him at the 15. He's outside the 15. He had to get inside the 15. And I think it's going to be fourth down, Chris. Looks like they're going to bring on... It is. It's going to be fourth down, and they're going to bring in the Wildcat for well. The, it is going to be the Wildcat well, yeah, formation. The Wildcat coming in is Aponte. Aponte, and they've got Freeman to the left of him. Wildcat on fourth and a yard. Stanislawski lines up tight end left. They've got another tight end on the right hand side. Fake handoff, running it forward is Aponte. He's got the first down inside the 15 to the 14-yard line. So he will have the first down as they move the sticks. So Alfred still driving, six and a half remaining to go. Yeah, the Bengals host Minnesota out of the AFC North. My Brownies are in Kansas City tomorrow. Can't get a better opener than that one. Yeah, a lot of exciting matchups, and you mentioned the uh, Bucks and Cowboys. Man, that was a heck of a game Thursday night. Brady continues to look good at 44 years old, and, and yep. Dak Prescott looked good coming off two injuries. 
Engler now moves Chambers over to the left. Engler, they've stayed almost entirely on the ground on this drive, and they fake handoff. Engler takes it around the left-hand side inside the 10. He'll be spun out of bounds near the 7-yard line. Engler coughed up the football, but it went out of bounds. That's going to be a 5-yard gain. They're going to say he stepped out. Well, where are they going to put him? They're going to put him at the four or at the six yard line. Boy, it didn't look like he got that far, but they're going to put him there after a gain of about eight. It's second and two. Engler on second and two from the six of the mount, and the handoff goes up the middle to Chambers. He'll take it into the end zone for the score, and the shutout is over. Alfred gets on the scoreboard with 5:20 to go. In this ball game, and it's now 33-6, Mount St. Joseph over Alfred. Chambers deserved that uh, that touchdown right there. Dan. Absolutely, he was, he was a big part of that drive, and he ran the ball hard. Uh, it showed a lot of good signs right there. 26 Chambers was able to get into the end zone for Alfred. Tell you one thing about that kid, he is showing Bob Rankle that he wants to get more playing time. Yeah, great effort by him, and uh, the deserving touchdown. Here late in the quarter, late in this ball game. McCaslin going for his first extra point of the season. He's already kicked one field goal this year. That kick is up, and it is good. And now a flag is thrown in the middle of everything. Underneath the back judge, underneath the right upright, never signaled that it was good. The one on the left side did because the official on the right side was pulling his flag out. And both teams have gone off to the sideline, so let's see what this is going to be. Penalty should be on the mount. Looks like a late hit after the play. And it will be against the mount for a personal foul. 5.20 to go. The extra point was good. They'll enforce it on the kickoff. 5.20 to go in the ballgame. Your score. The Lions 33, the Saxons 7 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Official Investigations and Security Services in Cincinnati is your official provider of investigative surveillance and process servicing, uniformed, armed, and unarmed security services, executive protection, and bodyguard services. Official Investigation and Security Services is not only licensed in the tri-state area, but also Georgia. Tennessee, Michigan, West Virginia, and Texas. Not only private investigation services, but also mobile notary public services and more. Call Official Investigation and Security Services in Cincinnati, 844-263-3424. Five minutes, 20 seconds left to go in the ballgame here from Schuler Field. Lions will go to 1-1 one and one on the year as they lead it 33-7. to seven. That unsportsmanlike conduct penalty, personal foul actually, means that the Saxons will be kicking it off from midfield. And I don't know, if you're Bob Rankle, do you go ahead and try a onside kick here? Lions have pretty much set themselves up for it. They've got their hands team out there on the front row, and let's see what they decide to do. And it will be just a little pooch kick that will be taken in on the far side at the 10-yard line. Cutting it up outside the 20, that's Jake Ayler, and he'll run out of bounds near the 25-yard line. That's where they'll put a 15-yard return. 5.14 to go in the ball game. Tyler Prather will come back in at quarterback. Ari Turner is in at running back. Also into the ball game for the mount, Colin Magan. Mangan, tight end. 
from Avon, Ohio, up near Cleveland. Ever been to Avon? No, sir. Nice little suburb of Cleveland. First and ten for the Lions. Ball at the 25. Handoff goes to Ari Turner. Cuts it up the middle. He'll take it out to the 30. Well, they'll spot him at the 29. Four-yard gain on the play. Lions have run the ball very effectively here this afternoon. Yeah, they've done a really good job between Taylor, McKenzie, and Turner. A really well-balanced offense. Uh, Got to be excited from what they're seeing from their young freshmen. And uh, I know the coaching staff will be eager to watch the film. Samples back into the ball game. Hunley out wide left. Lions with a tight end formation. On the play, Lucas Luster in a tight end. Handoff goes to Ari Turner. Breaks a tackle in the backfield, but can't get away from the outstretched hands of Rodney Bailey. And he's going to lose a couple yards back to the 28. Dave just doing a little scoreboard watching. Just going around what's going on on campus today. Women's volleyball picks up another win. Uh, Later on tonight, men's soccer will be hosting uh, midway here tonight after this ball game. So a lot of things going on on campus. Looks like it's going to be a couple wins for the Lions athletic programs this weekend. And uh, really good job. Who did the the volleyball team beat this morning? They beat the Manchester. Tournament? Manchester. Prather throws it out into the flat, and it is complete for the Lions. Out to Caden Pollard. Pollard, freshman, 6'3", 185 from New Richmond. He catches the ball, eight yards, and a first down for the Lions out to the 40. 347, and you said they play again tonight against two, and what time? Do you have that there? It looks like it will be, they're getting ready to get going here against Anderson later on this afternoon. That's over at the Harrington Center, so pop on in. See, that line's got a great volleyball team going this year. Prather, handoff, he's going to keep it himself right up the middle, runs it out to the 45-yard line. Boy, he was slick on that RPO. Put it right in the gut of Ari Turner, then pulled it out, ran it up the middle because he saw the opening, gained seven, and hit it second and three. Three oh eight and running left to go in the ball game. Lions leading at thirty three seven here this afternoon. Last we knew Ohio State was losing to Oregon. That was at the half, fourteen to seven. Showing blitz is Alfred, and Prather is going to run away from the blitz, breaks a tackle up to the 47-yard line. Gain of a couple. He's going to be a yard shy. Got a score update out of Columbus. 21-13 Oregon. Ten minutes to go in the third quarter. So Ohio State in a dogfight against the Ducks up in Columbus in the second half. 21-13 Oregon. Not good to lose a game like that in the shoe. Boy, the Lions have got a lot of disorientation on offense right now, trying to run some players in and out. Cam York's into the ball game, out wide right, so is Nick Floyd. They've got receivers out wide to the left and Hundley dropping back Prather on third and two. Prather's going to be hit, broke a tackle, looks around, can't find anyone, and then he's going to be hit and dropped. He fumbled the football, and it looks like Alfred jumped on top of it at the 45-yard line. Yeah, there's the signal right there. and looks like Prather just kind of, instead of tucking the ball away and just taking the sack, had the ball out wide and it got knocked out. And Alfred's able to fall on the fumble here with two minutes to go in the ball game. 159 left to go. 33-7. Alfred down, but they have the football now. And I'm sure they'd like to get... They've picked up their first touchdown of the year here this afternoon after they went the 
first seven quarters of the year without scoring. So I'm sure they'd like to get another one here to head home with a good taste in their mouth. First and ten, ball in Mount Territory at the 46-yard line. Englert hands it off to Chambers. Chambers around the right-hand side, outruns a couple of Mount St. Joseph Lions inside the 40 and brought down at the 37. Chambers continues to get positive runs and runs hard. He's, uh, he's showing the coaching staff for Alfred something here to watch on the film. Gets tough. It came Chambers, 180 pounds, a junior out of Middletown, New York. Went to Middletown High School. Second down, three yards to go. Angler drops straight back on second and three. Looks up the middle. He's going to throw it up the middle, and it is incomplete. And a flag is thrown on the play, and there'll be pass interference called against the Lions, and looks like it's going to go against Kendrick Riley. Riley got into a scrum going up the field on that pass play and just used his hands a little too much and the penalty will set up Alfred. In the game, the Lions, seven penalties for 90 yards compared to just three for 20 for Alfred. 126 left to go in the ball game. Englert has got Chambers off to his right on first and 10 from the 25. Throws it out to Chambers. Chambers is going to be hit behind the line. Struggled past the 30 and it's going to be brought down at the 27 yard line. He actually lost two, maybe three on the reception. Lions have done a really good job on screen plays. Staying at home and making the play and blowing those up every single time. One minute exactly to go in the ball game. Dropping back is Engler. Looking out to the right, he's going to throw it to Chambers again on the right side. To the 30, to the 25. They drop the sticks as he runs out of bounds. That's going to be about seven on that completion. And it will bring up third down and call it about 12 yards, maybe 11. It's a short 12, call it a long 11. Now we not only have a fly in here, but now we've got a wasp in here. Third down, 11 yards to go from the 25 of the mount. Dropping back Englert. Englert's going to throw it over the middle. Complete on the play at the 20-yard line. Fumbled the football. And the Lions say they recovered it, but the officials are going to come in and say that he was brought down. That's Jason Kelsey, who caught the football and then coughed it up. But he's got the first down at the 18-yard line of the mount. Nope, it's going to be fourth down, excuse me. Be fourth down four, and Bob Rankle took a timeout to talk it over. We will, too. 47.7 seconds to go in the ballgame. Your score, the Lions 33, the Saxons 7 on Ultimate Sports Talk. Conquer the impossible at Barbarian Apparel. Specializing in team apparel, you'll stand out with Barbarian's custom sublimation, artwork, and screen printing. Each piece of team uniform is specifically designed with your preferences in mind, including graphics, color, logos, and fabric selections. Barbarian Apparel is committed to creating exceptional cutting-edge sportswear and providing excellent service. You'll also have full communication through the whole process so you know exactly what's going on. Get the best and start your order at barbarianapparel.com or email any questions at barbariancustomers at gmail.com. 
Lions have accumulated over 400 yards of total offense in this afternoon's game as they've accumulated 33 points. 47.7 seconds to go. Fourth and four for Englert and the Alfred Saxons at the Lions 18-yard line. They need to get just outside, inside the 15 for a first down. Dropping back Englert. Looks for the play. He's going to throw it into the end zone, and it is going to be caught, and a touchdown. Boy, a pretty pass play, and a great reception up by Roque Santiago, the quarterback who's playing wide receiver today, and it's now 33-13, the mount with 41.9 seconds to go in the ballgame. Eckler put a great ball in the back of the end zone, and Santiago just went up and made a great play right there for the Alfred touchdown, so good execution right there on the throw and catch. And coming in to attempt the extra point will be Dustin McCaslin. McCaslin, it wasn't pretty, but it was effective the first time. He is one for one on PATs today. Good snap. Got that one up. That one looks better. And it is good. 41.9 seconds to go in the ballgame. Your score, the Lions 33. The Saxons 14 on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Changing lives is what great teachers do. And as I saw more students struggling to read, I looked to Mount St. Joseph University for help. The Mount is a national leader in reading science with highly effective research-based methods. Their faculty equipped me to teach students with a range of learning differences, and I was able to make an immediate impact in the classroom. The Mount's fully online reading science program helped me climb higher in my career, but more importantly, is improving the lives of my students. Begin your ascent at msj.edu slash read. 41.9 seconds to go in this ball game from Schuler Field in Cincinnati. 33-14, the Mount leads it. And the scoreboard just went dead. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you one thing. This has been one of those days, hasn't it? <laughs> Now it's back on. At the end of the day, the Lions will get their first victory of the year. That's right. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. And gain a little confidence. The defense played well. The offense was very balanced and did a lot of good things. And uh, all in all, they'll go to one and one on the season. And big matchup next weekend against Trine on the road. 41.9 seconds to go in the ballgame. And McCaslin will kick it off. It's going to be a bloop out to the right side. And he kicked it out of bounds. So the Lions will have their choice of having him to re-kick it or just taking the ball over at the 35-yard line, and I think they're just going to take it at the 35 and call this one a day. Shouldn't be much discussion on this one. That's one of the few penalties that has been called against Alfred today. They've got four penalties all total on the afternoon while the mount in the ball game had eight penalties after that last one. So they'll put the ball at the 35-yard line, and the Lions will just try to run out the clock here. <laughs> 41.9. Tyler Hopperton's career record will go to 27-11. and 11. He has done a fine job in his five years as coach here at Mount St. Joseph. Prather is going to come in and they take the victory formation. He'll just take a knee, and they'll try to run out this clock as he takes the snap and now downs the knee, and that'll do it. The Lions are going to go one and one heading into Trine next week. And I'll tell you what, if the Lions can play this way against Trine next Saturday, they've got a good shot 
Yeah, the defensive effort was there, created turnovers. The offense was well balanced. Uh, got a lot of good things happening for the Lions football today, and uh, really happy with the way that they performed and bounced back after last week's loss. And that'll be the final play of the ball game. Your final score here this afternoon: the Mount St. Joseph Lions 33, the Alfred Saxons 14. And the Lions will go to 1-1 one and one on the year heading into Trine next Saturday. And we'll be on the air with the pregame show starting at noon from Angola, Indiana. I'm Dave Mitchell with Chris Morris. We'll be back to wrap things up here from Schuler Field in Cincinnati after these timeouts. Like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable. So don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could Could I have have EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. You're a Lions fan. Own it. And we are the radio home.